Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Five oh five. Fifty five KRC. The talk station. Friday Eve. Well stated, Tally. Well stated. Uh, very happy Friday Eve to you. Hope you're having a decent morning and stick around here all morning. 55 Care CD Talk Station. Uh, got it. Well, just a recent update to the 55 Care CD Morning uh, Show Rundown. Joe just chimed in on me. Joe's Tracker, executive producer. Dan Hill's going to join the program to talk about streetcar or street takeovers. That'll be at 7 o'clock. Uh, Cincinnati Council passed a bill uh, cracking down on street takeovers. I'll give you a little bit of information on that in a moment here. Donovan and Neil, Americans for Prosperity. they got a National Day of Action coming up on Saturday, doing some door knocking and some uh, spreading the information and the news about, uh, well, a better way, a better direction politically. Donovan and Neil, a regular guest on the 55 KRC Morning Show. Looking forward to having him on at 7.30. And then uh, fast forward an hour to 8.30, Jay Ratliff. It is Thursday. I heard media aviation expert Jay Ratliff, who we heard from earlier this week. Um... Always good to talk to Jay Ratliff. We've got some interesting stories to go over with him. Always enjoy hearing what you want to talk about as well. 513-749-5500, 800-823-TALK, or go with pound 550 on AT&T phone. Uh, 22 people dead, 30 injured. That was the shooting in Lewiston, Maine. I have a few details on that. Mass shooting. Everybody's up in arms on that. Apparently this Robert Card guy of uh, Bowdoin, Maine. Person of interest. And a, a firearms instructor and someone who apparently had been hearing voices in his head and had been checked into a mental institution uh, over the summer. So clearly, uh, what where, they have a red flag law up there in Maine, Joe? No red flag laws? Anyway, uh, since I counseled, I might as well get into this since we're going to be talking about it coming up with uh, Dan Hills. Um, passed a resolution yesterday supporting a new state law that toughens penalties related to these so-called street takeovers, which is a crowd of people taking over a road or an intersection, doing donuts, doing burnouts, uh, basically just being jerks. Uh, two takeovers recently in Cincinnati. You may recall reading about them or hearing about them in the news. Uh, one that blocked Lytle Tunnel on I-71. Uh, the resolution, and it is a resolution. It doesn't do anything except support House Bill 56, at least some of the members, House Bill 56 in uh, Columbus increases penalties when drivers run from police. Councilmember Mark Jeffries speaking with uh, Fox 19. The role of a police officer in today's society is already dangerous enough. I think it's something we need to get behind and we need to put uh, put this to a stop. So if House Bill 56 passes, which this resolution supported, would uh, increase penalties. You'd lose a license, higher fines, making some violators a possible violations a third degree felony. Hmm. Resolution supported by Liz Keating, Mark Jeffries, and Scotty Johnson. Flipping over to those not in support, Vice Mayor Jean Michelle Kearney. Jan Michelle Kearney. 
What I struggle with in this bill is putting felonies on the records of these young people because they're doing donuts in the middle of the street. It seems a bit overreaching to me because it really creates problems going forward. Yeah, it creates problems for everybody else in society who wants to use the damn road, ma'am. It'd be extremely dangerous. You see these guys doing burnouts, people standing around. I mean, they're like two inches away from them. And I've seen <laughs> these donut situations and drifting situations where the car ah, loses control and goes right into the crowd. Yeah, that's a problem. And I think ramming your car negligently, uh, actually be reckless indifference, ramming your car into somebody, even if it wasn't your intent to hit them, may in and of itself qualify as a crime. So, yeah. Dan Hill, also, I guess, interviewed by Fox 19, um, said the takeover participants often wear face masks. They take their license plates off their cars so their cars can't be identified. And scary enough, when seconds count, police are minutes away and there may only be, well, none of them. He said most districts in the city only have two officers on patrol most nights. Two which creates a bit of a difficulty uh, for police responding to these scenes. Quote, the thrill with this is showing your middle finger to law and orders, and Dan Hill said, telling everybody you don't really care what they do, and that's exactly what's happening. As to House Bill 56, which this resolution supported, uh, passed the committee stage in the State House and may be coming for a floor vote. So let us hope that it does come to a floor vote and it passes and we can start... Uh, increasing the penalties on people because clearly our young people are not discouraged by uh, law enforcement officers. Maybe they know that they're not going to get charged. Maybe they know they're going to get a, a light hand, a slap on the wrist. Anyhow, over the shooting in Maine, 22 dead, 30 injured apparently. Um, shooting in Maine at two locations happened last night. I was hearing the reports as I came into work this morning. Maine Public Safety Commissioner Mike Sauschuk said last night at a press conference he wouldn't comment on the number of total victims. It said it's very fluid. It's been widely reported that it's 22 dead. Uh, let us see here. Lewiston Police Department in a statement. Law enforcement has attempted to locate Robert Card, born 4483, person of interest regarding the mass shooting at... Uh, Shemengi's Bar, and then four miles away at a place called Spare Time Recreation, which I had I read it was described as a bowling alley. They say cards should be considered armed and dangerous. Contact law enforcement if you if, if you know of his whereabouts. Everybody's on lockdown. This guy's running amok, or at least was. I hope they catch him soon if they haven't caught him already. I haven't got any updates on him being captured yet. Trained, described as a trained firearms instructor and believed to have been in the Army Reserve stations out of Saco, Maine. Card also, according to the statement in the press release, re- uh, recently reported mental health issues, including, quote, hearing voices and threats to shoot up the National Guard base in Saco, Maine. Thankfully, didn't make it there. Card apparently, according to the release, committed to a mental health facility for two weeks over the summer before he was released. And that, again, he should be considered armed and dangerous, according to the bulletin with that information. Vehicle of interest, apparently the one he was driving was located in Lisbon, Maine. State police were asking the public for help in locating him. Uh, Central Maine Medical Center, in a statement, uh, they were reacting to a mass casualty, mass shooter event. Couldn't state the number of victims either. So, uh, I suppose this is still unfolding situation. And, of course, since he was carrying a semi-automatic rifle, you know the cries for gun control. You can hear them already. I know there's already been some statements by folks. 
uh, as to um, well, what this this needing it's a measure of gun control. Gun control. Again, the gun didn't get up and go around shooting people on its own. A psycho guy, a guy with mental health problems. And I don't know if this, I mean, there is no justification for this kind of violence, is there? None. Maybe the guy lost connection with reality. I don't know. But you have two different types. You have people who lose their connection with reality and commit acts of violence. And they're going to do it regardless of whether they have access to a semi-automatic firearm, an automatic firearm, uh, a single-shot firearm, a baseball bat, a machete. We have, we, we, it's the person and the breakdown that leads to violence. Then you have people who intentionally do this in the name of some political cause that is a completely different stripe. They haven't lost connection with reality. They know right from wrong, and in their mind, it is right to go kill people in the name of a cause. Gee, what makes me think of Hamas going around chopping the heads off of babies and raping women? Yeah, that was intentional. It wasn't their loss of connection with reality. Although, interestingly enough, I did read an article that they're all whacked out on some sort of I think they called it poor man's cocaine or something like that. Get them all jacked up on drugs and they commit these horrific acts. But they were told to do it. They wanted to do it. It is a desire. In spite of the fact there's a right and wrong, they know that. But this, in their mind, based on their political ideology, makes it right to go out and do that. I don't think that seems to be the case with this one up in Maine. It doesn't mean you you can't excuse the loss of life. It's all tragedy. And you can send your thoughts and prayers if you desire. You're a prayerful, thoughtful person. But the attacks don't dive into that. The attacks, well, on guns go after the gun. Because, I guess they're arguing, we live in a society where people have twisted ideologies and in spite of knowing right for wrong, they will go out and take lives in the name of their cause. Uh, Let me just interject a thought there. Thus, it has ever been. And the only thing we out here in society that don't want to do that but don't, and, 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 and are concerned about people that have that belief system that justifies killing, uh, we'd like to have our firearms so we can defend ourselves against these nutcases. And then flip it over to the other side where you have mental health breakdowns, and clearly mental health breakdowns, and there's no, there, I don't see there's any way of, of stopping that. I mean, we can get counselors and people and interject and and help them out as this guy sought some treatment over the summer. That is a finite, limited amount of time you can do. There are many, many people out in the world with mental health problems. There are not enough doctors to deal with them, not enough places to house and keep them. We We closed down all our mental institutions back in the 60s. That's not a... It's... I suppose part of the new well, the, the the woke ideology. Well, you don't institutionalize someone because they've had a mental health breakdown. Well, you know what? If they're murderers or they have desires to go out and kill people randomly, yeah, I think you might need to do that. But keep in mind, regardless of which side of the ledger the murderer comes from, they're going to achieve their objectives regardless of whether they have a firearm or not. I personally would prefer having the ability to carry a firearm and defend myself if a guy's coming at me with another firearm or a machete or a baseball bat, a knife from the kitchen drawer. You get the idea. It's the person, not the uh, item used in killing, that should be the focus here. 
But that never is in the aftermath of these tragedies. Never let a good crisis go to waste. And feel free to call me, 513-749-5500, 800-823-TALK. Pound 550 on AT&T phones, 55KRC.com, and you can't listen live. Check out the podcast. A good show yesterday. Thank you to Joe Strecker. And you can get the podcast, my conversation with Judge Napolitano. Vets and Brews, Honor Bus. The bus is full. But that doesn't mean uh, it's not a great thing. Uh, I'm going to be on that bus with the hanging out with the veterans on Veterans Day. Adam Kohler, no on issue 22 of this podcast at 55krc.com. And Foreign Exchange, located in Westchester. That's the Tylersville exit off of 75. Head east for two and hang a right two streets down. That's Kingland Drive. That's where you find Foreign Exchange. ASC certified master technicians there to fix your car with a full warranty on parts and service and keeping more money in your pocket. Don't pay dealer prices to get your car fixed. Go to Foreign Exchange. Now, my car under warranty still, the oil changes. A huge, huge savings of money for my oil change. Makes it worth the extra drive for me. I mean, the, uh, the, the dealer for me is about two miles from my house, and I'm willing to drive up the Tylersville Road from Sims Township to, get, to save the $200 I save on an oil change. But regardless, it is definitely worth the drive because you get a full one on parts and service. You don't pay as much. Save money. Keep it in your pocket. Uh, foreignx.com, foreign the letter x.com is where you find them online. The number 513-644-2626, 644-2626. 520, coming up at 521. Happy Friday Eve. Tech Friday with Dave Hatter tomorrow at, fi- at 630, as always on Friday. And Congressman Brad Wenstrup returns to the program. Is he going to be in studio, Joe? Yes. That means we get a full hour, Congressman Brad Winstrup. Usually at 7.05, uh, we'll start with him. So hope you can tune in tomorrow for that. Remember, podcast55krc.com. Oh, uh, and please to see, uh, to see real quick here. It was just a very short statement. I was mocking the um, South Orange and Maplewood School District the other day because they banned Halloween in the name of equity. Diversity, equity, inclusion means no Halloween, no celebrations for children. And what a stupid, stupid, stupid thing that is. And New Jersey Governor uh, Democrat Phil Murphy agrees with me. In one statement, he didn't have a follow-up. They asked him, you got anything else to say? And the answer was no. Quote, seriously, seriously, we can't let kids celebrate Halloween? Give me a break. Well, I rarely agree with Democrats on anything. There you go. I'm glad he's on my got my side on that one. And, of course, our conversation, the conversation yesterday, uh, mine and yours with Adam Kohler on No on Issue 22, as well as the other conversations I've had with a whole variety of different speakers on the topic, all of them coming down on the side of don't don't sell the, uh, the, the, the railroad. One of the concerns many have, I share these concerns, the use of the money and how it's going to be used. It's one of the real nebulous things involved. We really can't get a firm grasp on what the city is going to be able to use this money for. Many people at, like with me, like me, are concerned they're going to try to expand the streetcar line. Christopher Smitherman, someone who shares my views on the streetcar, not a big fan of doing that. It's an unbelievably expensive proposition. It's money. Ignoring practicality and use and all that, it simply comes down to a question of money in a city which has somewhere on the order of 400, 500, excuse me, 500 million. Uh, pick a figure. It's a, it, 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 <laughs> We got a lot of roads that need to be repaired, bottom line, which makes the, 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 the idea of a streetcar shouldn't even be in discussion. 
Zuri Pope, since I inquired, talked to the um, city council candidates, specifically asking about their feelings on expanding the streetcar route. Anna Albee, I need to know more about the route and cost. Fair enough. And that's kind of the theme among everybody. I'm not hearing any definitive no's. Like, if I was running for council, you said, Brian, what is your position on expanding the streetcar? Because he, no. And there's a whole bunch of reasons why, not the least of which is we are broke, basically. I need to know more, says Anna Albee. Jeff Cameron, we need to focus on linking our uptown institutions, such as UC and hospitals, to the planned bus rapid transit lines. I don't know what that means, but it sounds to me like maybe he's in favor of a streetcar line linking uptown institutions, UC and hospitals to downtown. Reggie Harris, yes. It should complement the bus rapid transit to provide options for Cincinnati. And Mark Jeffries, I have laid out a four-step process for exploring expansion. So he's leaning yes, but he wants to do some research ahead of time. Public input, defending or defining anchor points, whatever that means, laying out a business model for paying for it. Doing a feasibility study. We need to do all those steps first. Of course, you would have to do all those steps first, but you're interested in it and you want to move in that direction. Scotty Johnson, he's a definitive yes, exclamation point. I'm supportive if we are able to find funding for expansive. Jan, Jan, uh, Michelle Lemon Kearney. One, two, three, four. Jim, Michelle, Lemon, Kieran. Anyway, streetcars encourage development along its route with no fare and operations 365 days a year. Streetcars are a resource to transport people to work. Oh, come on. How many people do you think take the streetcar to work? No, I suppose if you're living over the Rhine. Liz Keating, um, right now we have $500 million in deferred maintenance. Issue 7 is infused taxpayer dollars to expand and enhance our public transit system. We need to focus on taking care of the infrastructure we have that is crumbling. Before, fast forward, before we can have a discussion about expanding the streetcar. Fair enough. Again, not a definitive no. They're all pretty much the same way. Mika Owens. Oh, there's that word again. It's my favorite word. Quote, before we can consider innovative expansion of the streetcar, we must first ensure the, ready? You know it. It's coming. We must first ensure the equitable and safe access of our current transit infrastructure and other forms of transportation. This should also include the streetcar, but first starting with the metro system. Victoria Parks, I'd support expanding it after we fix our budget deficit and have money for expansion. That sounds good. That's very akin to what Liz Keating is saying and Seth Walsh. Finally, I do not believe expanding the streetcar route is a priority for the city of Cincinnati at this time. Which is as close to no, I think, as you can get. Pretty much everybody is saying, hey, we got a budget problem we got to deal with that first. 526, but it's an idea. You know it. This is how it all starts. Joe, when do you think they're going to start breaking ground? With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 2026. <laughs> Get in touch with John Ryan for your kitchen remodeling project. John's been doing almost exclusively kitchens for about 35 years, I think. 
He starts out with you talking about your your vision for your kitchen, your the initial design, what you're looking for. You're going to do a big project, small project. Um, take everything out and start from scratch, or just replace the cabinets and countertops. He handles all for all varieties and sizes and scopes of, of kitchens, big kitchens, small kitchens, little projects, big ones. You have a budget. He will help you stay within that budget, and he takes care of everything for you. Once you just you know, once you get the design and everything in place, it's just hit the ground running and. John will make sure all the crews are there on time and doing all the work to your satisfaction. They have it. He's an A plus with the Better Business Bureau. And his company is called Prestige Interiors. That's where you need to get in touch with Prestige123.com is where you find them online. Prestige123.com. Tell them Brian said how many call 513-247-0229. 513-247-0229. 55KRC, the talk station. It's the marketer's report. Station. 530. Care to call me? Brian Thomas, feel free. 513-749-5500-800-823. Talk over to stream the audio, 55carec.com. Get your iHeartMedia app. And anxiously await what Tom has to stay this morning. Tom, happy uh, Friday Eve to you, my friend. Good morning, sir. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. I, I'm getting a chuckle this morning out of watching some of these people drive. I, I don't know how they got their license. I, I'm not sure which government official approved them to allow them to drive. Not a huge challenge, that driver's test, i got to tell you, Tom. Uh, obviously, obviously not. <laughs> oh, man. Um, the whole speaker uh, of the House thing, um, and now that hopefully the dust is settled and, and that's behind us, um, I, I'm kind of not sure how to think about it as far as the final analysis, good, bad, or otherwise. I guess it remains to be seen. We'll see how Mike Johnson works out. But I, I'm kind of leaning that it should have never happened because just simple fact that eight Republicans went along with all of the Democrats. That right there is a red flag. Uh, maybe that shouldn't have happened in the first place. Anytime you agree with all the Democrats, it, it, it should make hair stand up on the back of your neck. Uh, because they they generally are in the wrong, they're going in the wrong direction and making the wrong decision. Uh, so, but like I said, it remains to be seen. Um, I, I can't say that I'm sad to see McCarthy go, but uh, it, it just we need to we need to not only be united, we need to appear to be united, and that is I got a feeling that's just going to come back and, and and haunt us in many different ways as far as the Republicans are concerned and get thrown in our face. And it's, it's something that could have been avoided. Um, it, it was absolutely unnecessary for us to give them any more bulletin board material. They already come up with enough stuff on their own, whether it's lies or whether it's twisting things or, or even stuff that Republicans do that's ridiculous. We don't need to give them extra material. Uh, and, and, you know, when you got an election coming up and we're trying to hold on to this very narrow lead in, in the House and and... and trying to tell the American people, hey, you need to give us the Senate and the White House as well. It's kind of hard for people to take Republicans seriously when they're going to act in that manner and be so disorganized and, and, and going at each other like that. It's I, I just think it's a very bad look in it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it sounds very much like I'm leaning. It should have never happened. Uh, but I don't know. I guess, uh, again, what remains to be seen, what will they get done? Hopefully the Republicans get something done. And, uh, you know, it'll only go so far because then it has to go to the Senate and the White House. Um, so uh, I, I don't know. It, it, it's a bad look. I don't like it. 
But, it, you know, it's better than having Democrats being in control. So, you know, as I always say, don't vote Democrat. Have a great day, Brian. <laughs> you too, Tom. Have a great day. That was a solid vote, 220, uh, 220 to 209. Um, Johnson, a described as a very cultural conservative and his record is demonstrably so he got the cheers and and and, and support from donald trump which satisfies the always trumpers of course it angers the never trumpers and uh i suppose there's always primaries to get rid of the rhinos that uh, will cause this whole problem in the first place or the individuals like matt Gaetz, who's not necessarily a rhino but who created the mess in the first place <laughs> the voters will decide but finally, a speaker, at least the um, the terrible optics part is over. Flipping over to local stories, a Sensei man can face up to 20 years in prison after he pleaded guilty in federal court yesterday to sex trafficking a teenage girl. U.S. Attorney for the Southern District of Ohio, uh, Kenneth Parker, report, um, issued a statement. Documents say Peyton Jamar Brown, 26, trafficked a 16-year-old from June until October 2022 and again in February 2023. If we all had laws on the books that required people to, oh, never mind. Yeah, issue one. Sorry. Brown met the victim in an online dating app and began a relationship with her. Parker said a 16 year old then began living with Brown, according to news release from the U.S. Attorney's Office. Brown posted photos of the teen on a website advertising sexual encounters. U.S. Attorney said the victim had sex with at least 40 men for money. That money then given to Brown. He filmed sexual encounters with a teenager and then attempted to sell those to others. He was arrested by the FBI in February of this year. As part of the plea, Brown's going to forfeit his home in Colerain Township. Proceeds of the sale be given to the victim. Sentencing date will be determined at a future hearing. Hmm. Hope he enjoys big boy prison. Here he is, the biggest douche of the universe. In all the galaxies, there's no bigger douche than you. The top, the pinnacle of douche dumb. Good going, douche. Your dreams have come true. Uh, make a call to Chimney Care Fireplace and Stove. You should do that because it is going to get cold. You know you're going to want a roaring fire in the fireplace. And is your chimney safe? Are you going to have a carbon monoxide issue? Uh, do you have problems with your self feeding wood pellet stove? Do you have water damage in your in your chimney? Do you know if there's if water is a real problem for chimneys? And Chimney Care Fireplace and Stove finds that out a lot because they inspect chimneys. And that's what you should call them to have them do at your place. They have a video camera inspection, which they can easily determine if there's a creosote buildup in your fireplace. Of course, wood burners, you have that problem on your hands. Crack the lining, chimney fire, burn, burn your house down. Uh, but all fireplaces need to have the flow checked for the purposes of carbon monoxide. And then there's that issue of water damage, whether you have a gas fireplace or any other form. The water can be a problem. So the experts at Chimney Care Fireplace and Stove and Inspection will determine if there's anything there that needs to be done. They have they do literally everything. It can rebuild an entire chimney. But it starts with the inspection. Then maybe it needs to be relined, capper and damper, cap and damper replacement and installation. They do that. The waterproofing, they do chimney waterproofing. They literally do it all. When it comes to chimneys, fireplaces, freestanding stoves, inserts, yes. And the, the, the special going on, low, low price at $2,600 for the Evergreen Wood Stove insert will qualify you for a 30% federal tax credit. Check that line out at the showroom. Learn more online. Go to chimneycareco.com. Tell them I said hi when you give them a call. They have an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. Outstanding people they are. 513-248-9600. 248-9600. 55 KRC. Deep. 541 55 KRC, the talk station. Ryan Thomas here with in front of a stack of stupid. 
that's what this time in the 5 o'clock hour is all about. Absent phone calls, you can feel free to call. But otherwise, let's go to Florida, where we typically end up or start or <laughs> from which the entire stack of stupid comes from. No offense to my friends. No offense to my friends in Florida. Not everyone in Florida is crazy. It's just that, you know, I think it's the warm climate. It draws the crazy people in the world. So we got a 70-year-old Florida woman allegedly backed over and killed her own husband before driving around the neighborhood shouting for their lost dog to come back. Dude, what the hell? 911 call made by neighbors uh, reports seeing the husband, Gregory Gore, lying at the foot of his driveway, bleeding from his head. Responding officers reported the strong odor of an alcoholic beverage emanating from Sally Gore's breath. What? According to the probable cause affidavit, she told police in slurred speech that she and her husband had returned from dinner when they saw their front gate open. She told police that she had two glasses of wine. Two, Joe. Two. They believe that (laughs) just 32 ounces. They ate. They ate at a place called. I didn't read it. I, I didn't think it was relevant, you know, to the the story where they ate. But it is reported they ate at a place called Beef O'Brady's. See if they have like a thirty-two ounce wine special at Beef O'Brady's. Maybe it's like the early bird, you know, the blue plate special, four p.m. Come in early and load up. Anyway, they thought their dog, which they say has a history of escaping the yard, uh, the yard got out once again. They decided to split up. Gregory searching the front uh, the, on foot and Sally in their Honda. She circled the block once when she saw a uh, stop when she saw a neighbor in the street standing near her husband's body. Police on the scene reported that she was not aware of any impact. However, officers found damage to her car consistent with her husband's injuries. I guess like his head a dent in the car from his head. Court investigators, she allegedly backed over her husband on the way out of the driveway. Police recovered video of her driving past the community center shouting for her dog. She allegedly returned to the scene before she noticed anything. Uh, Failed the field sobriety test and blew a .12 on a breathalyzer. Police said they found impact marks on her husband's leg and damage on the Honda's tailgate and undercarriage. Charged with DUI manslaughter, which is a felony, Misdemeanor drunken driving released on a 5,500 bond. Due back in court, November 21st. After feeding a THC-laced gummy to her pet Rottweiler, a Michigan woman was attacked by the dog after an hour-long ordeal, leaving the victim grievously injured and her home drenched in blood. Idiots doing idiot things because they're idiots. Happened early in the month inside a, uh, re- a residence in a place called Gaylord, prompting local animal control officials uh, to warn that THC is considered toxic to dogs and can cause aggression. Victim told officers that she gave the animal a gummy that morning, and the dog subsequently, quote, came into the bathroom while she was on the toilet and ripped her off the seat, close quote. What? Woman said she fought the Rottweiler for an hour before being able to lock herself inside the bedroom and leave the dog running around the house. Two-year-old male named Blau weighed 82 pounds, was lunging and growling and trying to bite. That's according to the notes from a visit to the vet. Responding to a dog attack call, animal control workers found the Rottweiler standing by a picture window of the woman's home. Upon entering the residence, the dog, which was, quote, subdued, close quote, and not barking or growling, was ultimately caged by officers with a catch pole. Dog is... uh, Says according to the complaint or the uh, the affidavit, there was a lot of blood on the living room carpet. 
and adjacent hallway had an immense amount of blood on the floor and walls. Victim was laying face down on the bed, covered in blood, unable to stand. An extreme amount of blood was on the bed as well as the walls and floors. Woman airlifted to the medical center 60 mile away, miles away where she underwent emergency surgery, was intubated and placed in an intensive care unit. Relatives said the woman almost lost her right arm and that there was not much left of the area between her shoulder and her elbow. Oh, my God. After a week in the hospital, the woman was released and began recuperating. The man told animal officers that his uh, daughter was going through a bad divorce and the dog was very stressed. And the man added that he was the one who brought the dog some gummies, apparently believing they would mellow out the dog. The woman signed an affidavit, or uh, a form rather, authorizing the euthanization of the Rottweiler. Yeah, the Rottweiler's fault. 546, 55KRC, the talk station. OHC, cancer. Sucks when you get a diagnosis of cancer. There's nothing, nothing, nothing that's positive about cancer unless you come out the other side without cancer. And that's where I fortunately find myself. I turn to the good doctors at OHC, which is my recommendation to you as well. Thank you to Joni. If you're out there, you steered me in the right direction. That's where I started. Now, you can get a second opinion from OHC, but if you've got a cancer diagnosis, I'll tell you, they are always, always on the cutting edge of uh, research, clinical trials, the latest cancer treatments, innovative treatment options for you. And they treat you like family, not just a patient. Surround you with everything you need to focus on beating cancer, and that's all all that your family and you are going to really care about. It's a bad day when you get diagnosed, but it's a good day when you get in touch with the doctors at OHC. So do so, 888-649-4800, 888-649-4800, online, it's OHCare. Dot com. 55 KRC. Uh, overcast today with a high of 75. Over, overnight, it's going to be cloudy with a low of 64. Clouds with a slight chance of rain tomorrow, 74. Early rain Saturday, overcast skies in the afternoon, 65. Right now it's 55 and time for traffic. From the UC Health Traffic Center, mammograms save lives. Schedule your annual mammogram with UC Health by calling 513-584-PINK. That's 513-584-PINK. Doing all right so far on the interstates. There is some road work on 275 heading westbound near the 75 merge in Erlanger. Blocking a couple lanes, but volume's still relatively light. If you're heading westbound out towards CVG, you're still making pretty good time. On the Ohio side, southbound 75 in great shape through the Lachlan split down to Reagan. I'm Jason Earhart on 55 KRC, the talk station. 550, 55 KRC, the talk station. FOP President Dan Hills, guest, first guest out of the gate, 705 on street takeovers. Donovan, the Americans for Prosperity, day of action this Saturday. Jay Ratliff, I heard media aviation expert. Oh, back over to the stack. Oh, stupid. Go to Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City, where a man is accused of attacking a skateboarder with a machete because he thought the skateboarder was a fish. Why are you doing that? Wow. I'm guessing drugs are involved in this one, Joe. I have not read the article. 23-year-old Ryan Neal Davis arrested, booked into the Salt Lake County Jail yesterday for investigation of aggravated assault. Police booking affidavit says the man had been skateboarding on the sidewalk 1 o'clock in the morning on Wednesday. As that man passed Davis, Davis, quote, produced a large machete and swung it at the victim, striking him on the left forearm, causing a one-half-inch laceration requiring stitches. Two. 
What the hell? When questioned about the assault, Davis allegedly, and this is in quotes again, stated that he was attempting to cause the victim harm because he thought the victim was a fish. Attack two months after Davis convicted of three counts of attempted aggravated assault in third in a third district court. In that case, he approached three fast food employees and threatened them with a knife while demanding food. He was given credit for 42 days he'd already served in jail and was placed on two years probation. Oh, he violated probation. Also facing charges in Salt Lake City Justice Court after allegedly making threats of violence at a Salt Lake City gas station back in July. Warrant was issued for his arrest in October in that case after he failed to show up at a court hearing. Well, he's back in front of the court. A fish. Drugs are bad. No mention of the type of drug he was taking. I'll leave it to you to uh, make your own decisions. Somebody the other day was talking about bad parenting. Kids that just are unruly and you let them run amok and scream and wail and gnash their teeth until they get their way and then you let them have their way. Bad parenting. We go to New York where we have one restaurant in, or earlier it said it's uh, Georgia, actually. Dateline is New York, uh, WABC. Anyway, a tiny restaurant in Georgia is getting some focus on social media because they're charging ca- uh, customers a fee for bad parenting. Tacoa Riverside Restaurant in Blue Ridge Mountains has the morning on its menu. Adult surcharge for adults unable to parent. There's three dollar signs after that. Angry parents online claiming that they were either charged or chastised by the restaurant for what the staff perceived to be unruly and disruptive children. Quote, if you have children, absolutely avoid this place at all costs, wrote one. Holy moly, the most disrespectful owner made a huge scene in front of the entire restaurant because our children were running through the restaurant. They were down by the river. They weren't told we need to go to Burger uh, I say that We were told we need to go to Burger King and Walmart and that we were bad parents. They have a $50 surcharge for bad children. We were a group of 21 and our server was amazing and was overly apologetic. Terrible business practice. We will never be back. Don't go back. You know what? That's exactly what the store owner wants or the restaurant owner wants, isn't it? They don't want unruly kids there. I bet if they had their own way, then they'd probably be a little too off-putting. They'd say, uh, no children allowed in our restaurant. Just a thought. It happened again. History has repeated itself. The scalding coffee in the lap has netted a woman a $3 million settlement. Dunkin' Donuts franchisee having to pay a woman $3 million to settle a lawsuit involving hot coffee landing in her lap, which caused severe burns and, in her allegations, life-altering injuries. Happened February 2021 in an Atlanta-area location. The lid apparently was not secured. She was going through in a drive-thru. According to her attorney, the lid came off the cup after she was given the drink. Hot coffee landed in her lap, causing second- and third-degree burns to her thighs, groins, and groin and abdomen, requiring extensive skin grafts. Injury resulted in her spending weeks at a burn unit, costing her a couple of hundred thousand dollars in medical bills. Hmm. The woman, 70 years old at the time of the incident, said that she had to alter the way she lives her life because of the injuries. Walking painful for her, and she still must apply creams to her burns several times a day. That, the other case, you probably remembered, if you're old, as old as I am anyway, a jury in 1992 um, handed an award to another woman who got a hot coffee in, in McDonald's. and McDonald's. So, um, secure your lids. I suppose it's sound advice. Or 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Or rather, and if you're getting coffee, check the lid. The world is an imperfect place. Sometimes lids aren't Fully put on, and in the interest of your, in the interest of protecting yourself from third degree burns, second degree burns, or just having a beverage spilled on your lap, hot or cold, that's a bad day. Check your lids. Five fifty six fifty five KRC the talk station. <laughs> is that it? Is, should I Urban Dictionary that to see if there's an alternative meaning? We'll be right back after the top of the hour news. Who needs Halloween spooks when the top of the hour news is scary enough? It's quite sickening what's happening. Minutes away on 55KRC. Mark your calendars. 5KRC Talk Station. Brian Thomas here. Glad to be. Glad to see Joe Strack where he belongs in the production booth. And 55KRC.com to stream the audio. Get your iHeartMedia app. And when you can't listen live, find the podcast. Great conversation yesterday. Adam Kohler on issue 22. We heard from uh, Matt Damaris on the Vets and Brews honor bus and Judge Napolitano on Biden war and the Constitution. So if you want to hear it again or you didn't get a chance to listen the first time, check it out right there. Uh, cut and paste and forward to your friends as well. Get more listeners to um, head on over to the 55KRC.com page. Uh, 513-749-5500, 800-823-TALK. Look forward to hearing from you if you got something to say. Uh, Dan Hill's coming up in one hour on Street Takeovers, the city council uh, supporting, by way of resolution, a house bill in Columbus that will uh, increase penalties for folks who shut down the streets in the name of doing stupid, stupid, stupid things. It's dangerous for literally everybody involved, including the people who shut the streets down, you know, doing donuts and burnouts and, you know, drifting and the like. We had a couple of incidents recently, and um, I was a little disappointed with some of the the council people who weren't in in favor of supporting that piece of uh, legislation because the penalties were too harsh. We don't want to give these young people a record. Well, I'm sorry. uh, Maybe that's the, the, the first step in the right direction to keeping them out of the criminal justice system having them experience it in a harsh fashion. Anyway, it certainly was enough for me. I mean, if it wasn't for my parents and the the discipline that I would get at home for violating the law or doing bad things, uh, you know, you always have the criminal justice system that should, should scare the living hell out of literally anybody. I really don't understand that people don't appreciate the deterrence effect on having to maybe go to jail or have a felony on their record. Anyhow, uh, Donovan and Neil, Americans for Prosperity, coming up at 730, National Day of Action this Saturday. is going to tell us all about that. And, of course, at 830, it being Thursday, I heard media aviation expert Jay Ratliff. Yeah, you heard the uh, four-year deal. Auto workers have to approve it, but Ford at least has settled. They are no longer on strike. The United Auto Workers called on all uh, workers at Ford to get back on the job. When they believe that's going to pressure GM and Stellantis, who are all still on strike and still in negotiation, they think that the um, uh, GM and Stellantis will now come to the table with a similar agreement or well agreement to enter into. The uh, union members at Ford have to approve it, 57,000 of them. 
Nice to be a union auto worker. Uh, vice uh, the, the vice president, Chuck Browning, UAW pre- vice president, chief negotiator with Ford, said workers will get, here it is, a 25% general wage increase plus a cost of cost of living raises that will put the pay increase over 30%. That makes it above $40 per hour for top-scale assembly plant workers by the end of the contract. Before that, Ford, Stellantis, and General Motors had offered a 23% pay increase. When the talks started, Ford had been offering 9%. The final analysis, I'd say the United Auto Workers did a pretty good job of the negotiation table. Assembly workers get an 11% increase upon ratification, almost equal to all of the wage increases workers have seen since 2007. Wow. During past auto strikes, they say typically United Auto Workers deal with one automaker has, in fact, led to a settlement with the others as well. So, that's, again, that's what they anticipate. So, not a bad deal for the uh, United Auto Workers. And finally, we have a Speaker of the House. Is everyone exhaling now? that We've got uh, Mike Johnson. I guess he was able to sew up the divisions in the Republican Party. It was a 220 to 209 vote, so that, that that's over with. He was first elected to Congress in 2016. He served in the Louisiana State Legislature. He's a rather conservative guy in, in terms of social issues. Um, he is very, very, very uh, anti-abortion. He actually defended the state's same-sex marriage ban in front of the Louisiana Supreme Court. So he doesn't believe in same-sex marriage either. Um, so that's got the conservative side of the of the party on his side. Vice chairman of the House Republican Concert, uh, Conference. He was one of several elected leaders for the party. They say, I'll turn to the journal on this one he was seen as far enough removed from the top positions that members looking for new leadership were supportive of him taking over it could have been like they were exasperated listen we got to get a speaker in there and this guy's about as good as we're going to find so uh, let's just go ahead and vote for him um interestingly enough the other speakers that were considered, first we had McCarthy, right? Then they, they, they offered Scalise and Tom Emmer. All of them voted for the stopgap stop measure that, well, led to McCarthy's ouster. That's the one that keeps the government funded in November 17th. They also voted for the $40 billion in aid to Ukraine. And this year for $300 million toward the Ukraine Security Assistance Initiative. So they were in favor of funding Ukraine. They were all in favor of the continuing resolution. Contrast that with the new speaker, Mike Johnson, who voted against all of those. So if you're worried about funding for Ukraine, he is not necessarily in the bag on that one. Served as head of the Republican subcommittee, which represents a whole host of House conservatives. He presided over a budget blueprint designed to balance the federal budget in 10 years. So he's a budget. He's a fiscal hawk, which is great. Also pushed an idea associated with former House Speaker Paul Ryan to turn Medicare into a premium support system, which beneficiaries would receive financial assistance to buy health insurance through a regulated Medicare exchange. He also proposed raising the retirement age to 69. Why? Because, well, the Social Security system is pretty much insolvent. That would be for people born in 1960 and later. Current retirement age, as you know, probably is 67. So he's interested in Social Security reform. And since we're all working longer, it seems to me 69 is not a bad argument. 
He is a and has been a strong supporter of President Donald Trump. Donald Trump urged Republicans to support Johnson yesterday. They did. So he's got he's in the bag with the pro-Trumpers as well. He pushed Trump's claim of election fraud in 2020, organizing an amicus brief signed by 126 House Republicans supporting the lawsuit filed in Texas, arguing that Texas could challenge the election results in four swing states won by uh, President Biden. That ultimately got chucked out by the Supreme Court. They threw out the argument. So he is in the bag with the folks who think the election is stolen, or was anyhow. He also joined with 146 other Republicans in voting against certification of the 2020 election. Another sticky wicket for people who uh, are big Trump supporters. Uh, They say, turn to the journal reporting, he's not known for bipartisanship. Ranked 429th out of 435 lawmakers in a 2021 bipartisan index. It's kept by a place called the Luger Center at the McCord School of Public Policy, Georgetown University. So pretty low on the list, but he is highly rated among those conservatives in the Freedom Caucus. Sounds like a pretty conservative guy to me. Heritage Foundation gives Johnson a lifetime score of 90% for his voting record. So he's solid on the conservative side of the voting record as well. Huh. Sounds like a really, really strong arch conservative. I'm surprised that he was able to make it through. He also seems to me to be honest. Get a load of these figures. Now, McCarthy brought in $14 million between January and September of this year. Federal Election Committee data says $14 million for former Speaker McCarthy uh, McCarthy for his campaign. Johnson brought in $550,000, slightly less than the $14 million McCarthy. This is where the, you, the, where the rubber meets the road. If you think political contributions by a politician... He doesn't haul in nearly the amount of money the other guys have hauled in. Johnson raised a little more than $1.2 million on average in each election cycle since running for Congress in 2016. Not huge numbers by comparison standards. His campaign currently has $1.1 million in the bank. He doesn't have much money overall. He earned twenty nine thousand eight hundred in income from an online from online courses he taught at Liberty University. Also, has few debts, only a home mortgage valued between two hundred and fifty and five hundred thousand dollars, a small personal loan, and a home equity line of credit. That's it. So he doesn't seem to have been bought and paid for yet. <laughs> Yet, 749-5500-800-823. Feel free to call. Steer the direction of the conversation. I don't care which way we go. I got plenty of places to go, though. Be right back. After mention Plum Type Plumbing. Plumbing always done right. They live by their motto, plumbing done right. There's no service charge. I love emphasizing that because you call anybody else, they're not going to do work for you if you tell them you don't like them. You didn't do the, the price was crazy. The plumber was a jerk. Didn't answer your questions. You have a million reasons. You might not want to hire the plumber you hired. You called to come over. I think in almost all cases, the plumber are going to give you a bill. It's like 150 bucks just for coming over. No service charge of plumb tight. They're confident in their plumbers, the customer service experience you will enjoy, the competence of the employer of, of their plumbing skills. They're all licensed plumbers, of course. They will arrive at the appointed time. You get advance notice of that with a photograph of the plumber, assess your plumbing pro- problem, quote you a fair and ethical price to do the job, answer all of your questions, and at that point, you don't want to hire them. I doubt that's going to be the case. They leave. 
Have a nice day. No bill. They're not going to take money for you if they don't do work. And it will be plumbing done right when you hire them. So, so do so. Online, learn more at PlumTight.com. Proudly serving the greater Cincinnati area, Kentucky, Cincinnati, Dayton, of course. PlumTight.com, spelled T-I-T-E. PlumTight.com, 727-TIGHT, 513-727-8483. 55KRC. Going to be overcast today with a high of 75, cloudy tonight down to 64. Clouds tomorrow with a slight chance of rain, 74. And then Saturday, early rain with overcast skies in the afternoon. Saturday, high of 65. It's 56 here. It's time for Jason with a traffic update. From the UC Health Traffic Center, mammograms save lives. Schedule your annual mammogram with UC Health. Call them at 513-584-PINK. Starting to see a few more brake lights right now on I-75 coming northbound as you navigate your way north of the cut in the hill. Expect to see some delays up near 12th Street. Southbound 75 still moving fairly well, heading down toward Kyle's Lane. No problems as you make your way on 275 across the top side. And 71 still wide open coming southbound from Pfeiffer down to Red Bank. I'm Jason Earhart on 55 KRC, the talk station. It's 620 at 55 KRC, the talk station. Friday Eve, and a very happy one to you. Oh, on that, uh, Mike Johnson, I, I, I guess my conservative listeners out there, <laughs> most of them, I presume, um, can take some comfort given the reaction from the Democrats. <laughs> Spokesman for the Biden campaign, a woman named Am- Amar Musa. she apparently didn't talk to Biden because when Biden was told that uh, Johnson had been elected speaker, he wished him well, basically. You know, gave him congratulations and said he was committed to working in good faith with him. Fine, that's an appropriate statement. Contrast that with the spokesman for his campaign. And here we go. MAGA. The word MAGA comes out a lot. MAGA Mike Johnson's ascension to the speakership cements the extreme MAGA takeover of the House Republican Conference. Democrat California Katie Porter. Insurrectionist Mike Johnson is now second in line to the presidency. The American people deserve better. Representative Ilian Omar. MAGA extremist, she wrote. His achievements include seeking an abortion ban and voting against LGBTQ plus rights. Oh, the horror. With this choice, Ilhan Omar went on, Republicans have embraced the extreme MAGA playbook. Jimmy Gomez, Democrat, California. Johnson is a MAGA extremist who helped fuel the January 6th insurrection. Believe, insurrection believes women in the LGBT community don't deserve rights and is another puppet to Donald Trump. <laughs> Pencil next shift. Let me make it simple. Johnson is a hard right pro-Trump leading election denier in the House. Sadly, this is what passes for speaker material in the Republican conference. So, you can take some comfort in that, I suppose. <laughs> MAGA, MAGA, MAGA. A, a, a quick poll of the room. Joe Strecker, which word is used more often out of Democrats' mouth? Equity or any variation of equity, including equitable or MAGA? Flip a coin. Let's see what Pat's got this morning. Pat, welcome to the program. Happy Friday Eve. Oh, thank you, Brian. And I guess I'm one of those... MAGA people. But anyway, <laughs> sweetheart, um, I have to uh, literally give praises to Clumtite because, uh, like Ruth Lyon, she always had her people check products before she would advertise them. Oh, yeah. And and you with uh, with Clumtite and, of course, uh, Westside Jim, 
I had to call them because they had, they literally fixed, I had to get the whole innards in my tank of the toilet. But I had to call them because my older brother said that the water filled the tank too slow. So I called Plum Tight and this six foot six gorgeous Irishman came. <laughs> and the only thing he had to do, because everything was fine, because I always thought it was fine. He just had to cut a little bit of the tubing that goes into the thing that fills the tank. Yeah. And no charge. There you go. So I, all I can say when I, you know, and I love it when they're in my driveway because my neighbors can see Plum Type, (laughs) but it is an awesome company. The people that answer the phone, the girls are great. And the fellas that come out are absolutely awesome. Well, but anyway, sweetheart, I just want to thank you because that is one product or one company that I will call whenever I have a problem. And they also check your water pressure yeah. to make sure that everything is hunky-dory. So yeah. anyway, Brian, you have a super day, honey. Well, Pat, thank you very much. And I'll call you sweetheart, too. Pat, thank you very much for supporting the 55 Care C sponsors. I, and, and like, like you said, like Ruth Lyons. Unless they're vetted by me, unless I know about the good or service that they provide, this you know, Plum Tight or you know any of the people I advertise for, Dr. Fred Peck, Odor Exit, Cullen Electric, I go on. I've used them. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I would use them. I know friends that have used them and been very happy, and I would recommend them to my mom. And trust me, that is a high, high bar for me to speak for somebody. So you had an experience that I expect. And a shout-out to Plum Tight for taking great care of my listeners. 625, 55 care CD talk station, local stories coming up. Alternatively, your phone calls. And so, oh, speaking of Dr. Fred Peck, there he is right there. Must have looked up and saw him on the list of, uh, of sponsors. Dr. Fred Peck is just an outstanding guy. Um You know, there are people in the world who excel at what they do, and there are people in the world who love their work, their job. Dr. Fred Pack, cosmetic dentistry is his passion. I mean, he loves changing people's lives for the better because you have some people in the world that have, you know, some kind of pretty messed up smiles, and, you know, they're embarrassed by it. They hand over their face when they talk. They don't want to, you know, socialize. It's like it can be really profound. Dr. Fred Peck can transform that smile, and I, I, I have seen all these before and after pictures that he's done. That's why he's a fellow with the American Academy of Cosmetic Dentistry. He was the only one for years, and now he's one of a total of three in the entire state of Ohio. Distinguished, accredited fellow, American Academy of Cosmetic Dentistry. But beyond that, a great, fantastic general dentist. And join with him, Dr. Megan Frew. She recently joined Dr. Fred Peck's practice. And let me assure you, if Dr. Fred Peck has invited Dr. Megan Frew to join his practice, she's got skills. I've met her. I went in and had a sit-down with her. and she's Just like I am. I see I'm, I'm, I'm vetting for you. You'll love Dr. Frew. You'll love Dr. Peck. Life-changing impact of exceptional dentistry on your smile. That's what you get at Dr. Fred Peck's clinic. And also amazing, cutting edge, always on the leading edge of all things dentistry for general dentistry. Peck, P-E-C-K, PeckSmiles.com, 513-621-7666, 621-7666. 55 KRC. 
Turn up your radio. Here's the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. You'll find everything you'd ever want in O'Reilly land there. Is that true? Anything O'Reilly is there, including, what, doormats and T-shirts and hats. What else you got there? How, you know, I know you're going to be trick-or-treating dressed up like me. No, no, no. By the way, Halloween is a liberal holiday, Bill. We're teaching kids to beg for stuff for free. I'm not, I'm not a supporter of the holiday. By the way, I say this every year, tongue-in-cheek, and these dopey liberal idiots write it up. Hannity calls Halloween a liberal holiday and a socialist holiday. I'm like, and you're too stupid and so humorless, you don't get the tongue-in-cheek part of it. But go, go ahead. I'm going trick-or-treating as you. I'm going to wear this little martial arts. <laughs> Meet me and you'll have a giant head because my head's so big. Check out the Sean Hannity Radio Show later today, right here. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Ashley Banfield and Chris Cuomo on America's fastest growing cable news network, News Nation. The viewer seems to have been lost in the shuffle of cable news lately. They don't want a team sport. They want the full picture. The appetite is greater than it has ever been for perspective, for understanding, and for information that they cannot just trust, but use. See why more people are turning to News Nation, news for all America. To find News Nation on your screen, go to joinnn.com. Cast blah. All right. See if I can finish it. Overcast skies, 75. It's going to be cloudy overnight down to 64. Mostly cloudy tomorrow. Slight chance of rain, 74. We'll get some Saturday morning showers with overcast skies in the afternoon and a high of 65. 56 now. Time for Jason with traffic. From UC Health Traffic Center, mammogram. Save lives. Schedule yours at UC Health. Call them at 513-584-PINK. A major problem right now. Southbound 75's ramp to westbound 74 is closed due to an accident out there. So uh, be careful if you have to head in that direction typically. Northbound 75 still running a bit slow as you make your way north of uh, 12th Street up toward the Brent Spence Bridge. Starting to fill up heading into downtown. Jason Earhart on 55 KRC, the talk station. It's 6.30 at 55 Care CD Talk Station. Jumping over the phones before we get to locals. First, we got Mike on the line with a comment. Hey, Mike, thanks for calling this morning. Hope you're having a good Friday Eve. Hey, Brian. Quick uh, uh, comment about Ellie and Omar. Uh, way she uh, hates the country and stuff. You know, she hates America and all this stuff. But she's from a part of the world that where women don't have rights and LGBTQ people don't have rights. And she's always over here cheering for them like crazy. Yeah. The country she hates. <laughs> it, it really it doesn't make any sense, does it? I mean, Israel has has better rights for LGBTQ plus people than, of course, Palestine, where it is a, it is absolutely against the religion that they practice for the most part. I mean, you have different various right, variable I mean, levels of of the within the Muslim community and, and, and interpretations of Islam, but 
We know about the people, gay people being thrown off buildings and beheading and, and, and people being jailed and whipped and beaten and all of the abuse that the uh, gay and lesbian community experience in these Muslim countries. It seems kind of really fundamentally at odds with everything she claims to stand for. I will give you that. But pa- she's Palestinian. <laughs> I guess you know where her loyalties lie. When, when it really, when the rubber meets the road... She's more about, you know, advocating for Hamas and Palestine, generally speaking, than really what they ultimately would do or believe in insofar as the treatment of the LGBTQ community. It's a wonderful point. It's been made a lot over the past several days. We got a Cincinnati man facing up to 20 years in prison after pleading guilty in federal court yesterday to sex trafficking a 16-year-old girl. Our award winner from this morning, U.S. Attorney for Southern District, Ohio, Kenneth Parker, not the award winner, Peyton Jamar Brown is. He's 26. He trafficked this 16-year-old from June until October 22nd, or 2022 and back again in February 2023. He met the victim in an online dating app. They say, they Fox 19 reporting, give him credit for that, began a relationship with her. That's according to uh, what the statement from Parker's office said. She then began living with Brown, according to news release from the U.S. Attorney's Office. Brown posted photos of the teen to a website advertising sexual encounters. U.S. Attorney said the victim had sex with at least 40 men for money. That money then given over to Brown, her pimp. My words, not the U.S. Attorney's words. He filmed sexual encounters with this 16-year-old and then attempted to sell the, those, those films to others. Arrested by the FBI February of 2023. Part of the plea deal, he forfeits his home in Colerain Township. Proceeds of that sale are going to the victim. Sentencing date someday in the future. Two-year-old boy, no longer with us after he was run over by a tractor. It happened Tuesday night. Claremont County Sheriff's Office reporting it occurred at 2500 block of Misty Lane in Wayne Township. About after 6 p.m., female called 911 and said her little brother had been run over. Wayne Township first responders went to the scene, but the boy's injuries were fatal. Sheriff's Office has investigated the incident and has interviewed witnesses. Deputies have not said if anyone is at fault in the boy's death. No further details remain. Oh, that's just a horrific, horrific thing. A candidate for Shiviet City Council under arrest on charges of attempted vehicular assault with what police say is, police say is a hit-skip crash outside of a bar. 46-year-old Troy Borgman booked into the Hamilton County Justice Center just before 11 p.m. on Tuesday. He's among the candidates on the November 7th ballot for Shiviet City Council, according to the Hamilton County Board of Elections. Shiviet Police, in an affidavit, said he purposefully failed to maintain assured clear distance ahead, striking a 2022 Harley-Davidson motorcycle on the left saddlebag while the victim was sitting on it, causing damage to the motorcycle and almost knocking the victim off the motorcycle. Borgman then fled the scene prior to officer's arrival. Police cited him for leaving the scene of an accident and assured clear distance ahead. That happened about 6.30 p.m. Sunday on Harrison Avenue. Location is the address of a bar, according to the affidavit. And they say it happened after he left the bar. Motorcyclist in a sworn statement uh, said that this happened as Borgman left the bar. And I said, let me move my bike. Borgman began driving at me while I was sitting on my bike. I said, stop. He continued and then hit the bike on the saddlebag before I could move. He then drove off after I was able to move the bike. Smooth move. Prosecutors present a slightly different picture, claiming Borgman has a history of, well, driving while intoxicated. Hmm. Prosecutors said in the court, if you look at the defendant's history, he has three prior OVI address, one in 2010, one in 2012, and one in 2014. 
Bond set by the judge, $15,000. He was out on a 10%. uh, 10%. He's got to wear an alcohol monitoring device and refrain from drinking. Uh, Fox reached out to his attorney, Brad Mormon. He said that they deny the allegations and the actual facts will come out in the next trial setting, which is November 7th. 635, 55 KRC, talk station. Uh, That's election day, isn't it, Joe? Joe, Joe just pointed that out. Interesting timing. You think that was intentional, Joe? 513-749-5500-800-823. Talk. Had Deb from Motor Exit on the show earlier in the week. Ask the expert. Expert, how in the hell do you get rid of odors? Smoke, mold, mildew, uh, people odor, dog, cat odor, litter box. You get odor exit. Uh, Deb pointed out you can put the odor exit, um, the concentrate product. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. If you have a carpet cleaner, you put it in the bin with the water that sprays down on the carpet. That's a great way to get odors out of a carpet. And that's one that I hadn't thought of. But, you know, Deb's the expert on this kind of stuff. But you got a bunch of different products that are available online. They're guaranteed to work to get rid of the odor. A 100% satisfaction guarantee. You just got to use them as directed. And if it doesn't work, I think it will because it's worked on any kind of odor that I've thrown these products at. And so many of my listeners over the years as well. So uh, no, there, there's nothing to lose except the odor. They'll refund even the shipping costs. OdorExit.com is where it's easy to figure out which of the products you need to buy. If you buy $30 or more on your order, put Brian, B-R-I-A-N, in the coupon code. Devil knocks 15% off your order. So you lose part of the price, too. It's a great product, or series, a set of products. So check it out at OdorExit.com. No E. Works on everything except the stench of politics. 55 KRC. 13 days of Halloween. Overcast, high of 75 today, 64 with clouds overnight. Cloudy day tomorrow, slight chance of rain and a high of 74. Rain early Saturday morning with overcast skies in the afternoon, 65 for the high. Right now, 55, time for traffic, Jason. From the UC Health Traffic Center, mammograms save lives. Schedule your annual mammogram with UC Health. Call them at 513-584-PINK. That's 513-584-PINK. Southbound 75's ramp to westbound 74 remains blocked off with uh, official uh, police activity going on there. They're de- redirecting traffic back onto southbound 75. If you want to get on 74 westbound, your probably uh, best bet is to do that from Colerain Avenue. North 75 in Kentucky also now stacking up at the Brent Spence. Jason Ayer. Hard on 55 KRC, the talk station. Just shy of 641 at 55 KRC, the talk station. Thank you, Tim. He caught me in a screw-up, and I'll be the first person to admit when I make mistakes, and I appreciate my listening audience for correcting the record when I make a mistake, and it's Rashida Tlaib that's from Palestine. Ilian Omar is from Somalia. So um, it was, I got my, I got my uh, countries of origin incorrect with a couple of House of Representative members, but they are members of the squad, so I should have known that. So hats off to Tim, correcting the record I did. Let's go see what, the, let's go to the phone, see what Brant's got this morning. Hey, Brant, how you doing today? 
Hi, good morning. I'm I'm doing good, enjoying all the ladybugs instead of stink bugs infesting the house this year. Oh, you got lady. Uh, uh, we had the stink bugs have not been as bad as they've been in the in the past. Uh, I have noticed that, but we we I haven't seen the ladybugs yet. I we've had quite a few stink bugs around though. I had two swarms not yesterday, but the two previous days there were dozens of them in front of the door. We didn't go out of the front door all afternoon. There were so many. <laughs> I can understand that. I can understand that. Um, but my point, I um hearing the criticism of the new speaker who I have yet to commit his name to memory. Um Mike Johnson. Thank you. Thank you. Isn't mega isn't making America great by definition what the representatives in our Congress are supposed to be doing for us? And it's being used as a condemnation. Well, clearly, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's code word for Donald Trump. They can't move without making or they can't have a conversation on any topic without bringing Donald Trump into the conversation on some level. As stupid as it makes them sound, but yeah, MAGA, MAGA Republican, MAGA. It's it's just it's a Donald. It's it, it's shorthand uh, word for someone who is a supporter of uh, or friend of or advocates for Donald Trump. So yeah, that's you're right though. I mean, we know we all know what the word means, but they have uh, attempted to turn it into a pejorative comment. You and I might look at it as well. Thank you for calling me a MAGA. Uh, 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 I was going to say Republican because you know I tend I always like to try to differentiate myself between the Republican Party, but you get the idea. You know whether they're successful or not, it depends on your take and your take. That is not successful. That is a good label. You should be proud of it if you're labeled MAGA. Thanks, Brant. Appreciate the call. Uh, to to the caller who was pointing out how odd it is that um, Ilyan Omar or even Rashida Tlaib might be be pro-Palestine in spite of the fact that they treat the LGBTQ plus community so poorly. There was a Queers for Palestine rally in on, on Tuesday in New York City. Queers for Palestine rally. Andy No, who's an independent journalist, you may have heard of him. He was there uh, at, at capturing video footage, which he posted on X. There, he pointed out, ironically chanting queer rights, trans rights, we say no to genocide, um, but they fail to appreciate that the Palestinian Islamic folks are uh, really not all about the LGBTQ community at all. And in fact, Israel creates or treats the uh, community far better. Israel, according to Equal Dex, it's a online, I guess, entity that monitors such things as these rights. Israel, the freest country in the Middle East. With regard to the issue of LGBTQ rights. <laughs> and of course, everybody on social media pointed out the irony of the LGBTQ community at this Queers for Palestine rally. Um, failing to appreciate this fact. Same-sex marriage not allowed in Palestine. Coming up at 645, 55 KRC, the talk station. Ah, and Black Lives Matter at school. You need to know about this organization because uh, they're screaming for the decolonization of Palestine. Uh, your children are being indoctrinated. And this is pure Marxism. I can explain it to you in a minute here. Uh, first, though, Cullen Electric, great uh, providers of uh, services for my listening audience. Cullen does a terrific job with electrical issues. If you got a residential electric issue, have a problem, or you want to do an upgrade or anything in between, if it's a residential electric uh, project, Cullen 
are the folks with the right connections. Family owned and operated since 1999. They're honest and they pride themselves on their honest reputation. They certainly enjoy an A-plus of the Better Business Bureau and they do fantastic work. Another company I recommended my mom and she was very satisfied with the, the under-counter lighting that or under-cabinet lighting she got in her kitchen. Quick job for them. Mom was very satisfied, and I was very satisfied with all the multiple projects they've done in my home over the years, and you'll be satisfied as well. To learn more, go online to Cullen, C-U-L-L-E-N, CullenElectricCincinnati.com. It's 513-227-4112. Ten-year wiring warranty comes with everything they'll do for you. 513-227-4112. 55K. The Toxic. Nine first morning weather forecast. Overcast day today, 75 for the high. Cloudy overnight, 64. Clouds tomorrow with a slight chance of rain, 74. And on Saturday, we'll have rain early. Overcast skies in the afternoon and a high of 65. Right now, it's 55. Time for Jason with traffic. From the UC Health Traffic Center, mammograms save lives. Schedule your annual mammogram with UC Health. Call them at 513-584-PINK. That's 513-584-PINK. Southbound 75's ramp to westbound 74 remains blocked off with uh, official uh, police activity going on there. They're re- redirecting traffic back onto southbound 75. If you want to get on 74 westbound, your probably uh, best bet is to do that from Colerain Avenue. North 75 in Kentucky also now stacking up at the Brent Spence. Jason Ayer. Hard on 55 KRC, the talk station. 649. Happy Friday Eve. At the top of the hour news, Dan Hills, FOP president on street takeovers. Becoming a bit of a problem in the city. There was a resolution yesterday to support a bill in Columbus that will uh, criminalize on a higher level the street takeovers when they shut the streets down and start doing donuts and burnouts and stuff like that. Just idiots doing idiot things because they're idiots. That could turn it into a felony. Hmm. Anyway, um, I, I saw this this craziness uh, over at Epoch Times. I uh, wrote on it, uh, discussed it. It's Black Lives Matter at School. That is actually an organization, Black Lives Matter at School. That organization, specifically endorsed by the, the nation's largest teachers unions, and they recommend resources for the K-12 through educators to teach that the the, the Middle East crisis, the lives that are, have been lost in the Middle East in the Middle East war, should be blamed on drumroll. You know what's coming? Israel, Israeli settler colonialism. Black Lives Matter at school again. Teachers unions endorsing this group. This unfolding loss of Palestinian and Israeli lives is the direct result of decades of Israeli settler colonialism, land dispossession, occupation, blockade, blockade, apartheid, and attempted genocide of millions of Palestinians. They go on. Education should be wielded in service of struggle. That sounds extraordinarily Marxist, doesn't it? In service of struggle. That's what your children are there for? Political struggle. They called on American teachers to include in their teaching the, in their word, truth about the, in their words, ongoing struggle to realize a free Palestine. It recommended links to various websites and articles helping teachers deal with the pro-Palestinian topic and present that perspective in, in their classrooms. Epoch Times reported that one of the links directs to a, pl- a place called Decolonize Palestine, which they described as a Palestinian apologist website aiming to debunk what it calls myths and misunderstandings such as the that Israel is defending itself. That's a myth? 
Another leads to a curriculum about anti-Semitism, exploring why criticism of Israel has been falsely equated with anti-Semitism. It's a political spin, folks. Your children are being indoctrinated. Why would you want, I mean, on any given topic, how many how many conflicts are there in the world? Are they going to have some conflict, some discussion about whether it's appropriate for us to support Ukraine against Russia? What would you say if in the curriculum the teachers were teaching your children that Russia was the right ac- actor and uh, Ukraine should capitulate and surrender and turn their land back over to the Russians? Would that Would you find that offensive? Black Lives Matter at School, organizer of something called Black Lives Matter at School Week of Action, which is described as a week-long protest held to participate in K-12 schools all across the United States in support of the National Black Lives Matter movement. It produced textbooks, guides, and lessons plans corresponding to a set of Black Lives Matter values known as the 13 principles, which include very Marxist principles, with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Calling for what they report as a black family model that frees the mother from patriarchal practices. Huh. That's the destruction of the nuclear family. I think I'm reading that code right there. Heaven forbid we have mom at home taking care of children in the more traditional uh, um, manner in which we view the, 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 the American family. That is bad. That's patriarchal. That sucks. Doesn't matter that you're doing your children a service by going that direction. I certainly appreciate my mom doing something traditional like that. They, they advocate for the return of collective black villages. That would be racist, right? Described as the disruption of the Western prescribed nuclear family structure. They hate the, fam- the, the family. This is the state. They want the state to raise your kids. They also have the trans-affirming commitment to dismantle cisgender privilege and uplift black trans folks. Saying, quote, everybody has the right to choose their own gender identity by listening to their own heart and mind. Everyone gets to choose if they're a girl or a boy or both or neither or something else. And no one else gets to choose for them. That's in a teaching guide on how to use age-appropriate language to introduce the 13 principles, Marxism, Two children as young as five years old. That school week of action, BOM school week of action, is endorsed by the National Education Association. That's the largest teachers union in the nation. And the American Federation of Teachers. Who's the head of the American Federation of Teachers? Randy Weingarten, who happens to be married to a female rabbi in New York City and she actually came down and con- she came out and condemned Hamas and expressed solidarity with Israel so her own union supports this pro-Palestine theory being taught to your children in class while she rejects that and says that the Israeli people uh, need to be uh, stood with and um 
um, against the specifically heinous and inhuman act, attack by Hamas against innocent civilians. So a bit of a cognitive dissonance going on with Randy Weingartner, but this is what your children are being taught. Your children are taught to be advocates, activists, in favor of a particular politically leaning set of principles, and these principles are, quite frankly, Marxism. Get your kids out of these schools. 655, code of 656. Dan Hill is FOP president, followed by Donovan O'Neill from Americans for Prosperity on a National Day of Action taking place this Saturday. I'll be right back after the news. Who needs Halloween spooks when the top of the hour news is scary enough? Uh, this is downright getting scary. Minutes away on 55KRZ. This report is... Sp- Seven oh six. The Big About Care CD Talk Station. Friday Eve. It's always a good day when uh, FOP President Dan Hills uh, wants to join the 55 KRC Morning Show. Uh, Brian Thomas welcoming Dan Hills to talk about a couple of topics. The uh, Robert Card shooting uh, situation unfolded in Maine yesterday. He's still on the loose as well as what in the hell's going on with street takeovers. FOP President Dan Hills, welcome back to the 55 KRC Morning Show. It's always good to have you on the show. Brian, it's equally always good to be on the show, and uh, really appreciate you letting me on. Well, let, uh, just let, before we get to the street takeovers, um, let me get your reaction to this multiple kill. 22 people were killed, 30 injured, uh, shooting at two locations in Lewiston, Maine. Um, nutcase, apparently, and I'll be happy to call him that. Uh, he that was got mental health issues. It's been re- widely reported. Um, but he went on a shooting rampage, and, of course, now there's... Left wing calls for gun control. Always a you know serves as a predicate for that. But um, crazy guy with a gun. Uh, your your reaction and um, your your comments on what's unfolding in Maine. Well, I told Joe you, it's going to be hard to get me off this topic and onto uh, the, the street dangling takeover guys because this is um, this really took me in. Um, I got a text uh, in the middle of the night uh, from a friend saying, "Look what's going on in Maine." And uh, I, I woke up and started following the, uh, the story, watching it on Fox News. Um, you know, this this flashes me back. Um, I spent uh, some 20 pounds ago. I spent like 15 years as the uh, sergeant in charge of K9, and and so I imagine, you know, if this guy has fled and fled on foot because they found a Subaru, a lot of that's going to go to um, you know a K9 unit or units to try to locate him in a wooded area, which, you know, in Maine, they have woods upon woods upon woods. Oh, yeah. Quite the opposite, quite the opposite um, of uh, what the less reaction is. My reaction was to get on the computer and look and see, does Maine have concealed carry? And I know Maine to be kind of a a left-leaning state, if you will, almost always uh, you can count. Uh, Maine's kind of weird because they get they're they're like Nebraska. They they can be divided in a presidential election. I don't know if you ever noticed that or yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's um, a lot of um, I, I kind of draw parallels with Montana and Maine. There are a lot of outdoorsy people, you know, independent, self sufficient kind of mindset. At least that's what I've been led to believe. I could be way off on that, but that's from what I've read over the years. Apparently, you're right. Is they they do they have uh, much like Ohio. They have a uh, um, they they have a constitutional carry um, standing up there. So 
um, you know, my my thought was the the best opportunity to end this 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 terrible uh, run would have been if somebody had a, a firearm and had the opportunity either in the uh, bowling bowling alley or the bar to to take this nutcase. I'll join you in your nutcase, Doc. Uh, um, take this take this idiot out. Um, after that, now it becomes, you know, uh, in the hands of law enforcement naturally, but it's more tactical than most, most anything we ever do in law enforcement. Uh, you know, even a SWAT situation, we have uh, the SWAT team can come, a uh, different type of vest, you know, the, 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 the standard vest that we use are, are good for edged weapons and, and uh, handguns. Not so good for rifles, right? Yeah. Uh, but the the vest that when we do the SWAT stuff, it, it can handle rifle rounds. But we don't go out on patrol every day with those type of vests. So, um, and it's and of course it's a little more difficult to go on a canine track with that type of vest. But uh, you know, I've seen it done and it's been done before. But you know, I'm, I was trying to think. In 15 years, I used to go on a lot of tracks. Like I said, that was 20. Years. 20 pounds ago, I would go with my canine handlers and, and usually go with the shotgun. But we were always looking, uh, when we were looking for our felons, and sometimes when they were armed, they were always armed with handguns or reported to be armed with handguns and probably weren't trained very well in the use of said handgun. Yeah. So we, we'd feel pretty good about our odds. You know, that, uh, that, that canine up in front of you is, He's like an expendable point man in a sense. Not that anybody wants to see any harm come to one of our police canines, but a lot better that than either uh, the canine handler or or the the cover officer. And so, uh, you know, in this case though, you're talking about a, a nut case who um, has got an AR and apparently knows how to use it well, very well. If he was a weapons instructor, so yeah, he was yeah, a tra- a, a reportedly a trained firearms instructor, and they say they believe that he was in the Army Reserve Station in, out of Saco, Maine, as well. So maybe Army trained or at least Army Reserve trained and a firearms instructor. So he clearly, I think, we can give you know pretty much uh, we can resign ourselves that he does know how to use firearms. Yes, and I guess it's. Uh, I, I think they said it was an AR that he had. Yeah, yeah. There's photographs you know, I of all the picture AR, aka it doesn't matter. You're talking about uh, you're talking about rifle rounds. So, like I said, you're talking about a whole different. He's got a whole different range and than your normal data that we might chase. Do we lose him? Yeah, Dan. If you can hear me, uh, you, you dropped out. You want to reestablish the connection? Take an early break, Joe. Okay, let's do that. Dan, we're, Joe's going to re, uh, recontact you or vice versa. We'll just stop right now. Uh, we'll get his concluding thoughts on that and then pivot over to the uh, street takeovers that have been going on all the rage these days. 712 55 the talk station. I get to mention affordable medical imaging because you need affordable imaging. And imaging is not affordable at a hospital. CT scans, MRIs, echocardiograms, ultrasounds, lung screenings. All of which could be thousands of dollars. I mean, seriously, yeah, there's some hospitals that can charge oh, $5,000 for a CT scan, and it may not even include a radiologist report in that insane bill. A CT scan, the most it can cost you at Affordable Imaging Services, and it comes with a board-certified radiologist report that you get within 48 hours along with your images. CT scan, with a contrast, is 600 bucks versus maybe five grand. 
Even if it's maybe $2,500, you can see the amazing savings by going to Affordable Imaging Services. MRI without a contrast, $495. MRI with, $645. CT scan without the contrast is only $450. Echocardiogram, $495. That could set you back three grand at a hospital. Why would you go to the hospital? Because my doctor told me to. You have a choice when it comes to your medical care. You can go wherever you want. And this is the same kind of equipment run by trained, uh, trained professionals that know how to operate it, the certified board-certified radiologist doing the report. It's the same thing. But it all comes with one low price at Affordable Imaging Services. 513-753-8000. 513-753-8000. Learn more online. Go to affordablemedimaging.com. 55krc.com. Now. Uh, quick weather here. It's overcast and 75 for the high today. Cloudy overnight, 64. Clouds tomorrow. Slight chance of rain, 74. Saturday morning, we'll see some rain early and overcast skies the balance of the day with a high of 65. Right now, it's 56 and time for Jason with traffic. From the UC Health Traffic Center, mammograms save lives. Schedule your annual mammogram with UC Health by calling them at 513-584-PINK. Major problem right now, southbound 75's ramp to westbound 74 is blocked off. Uh, police cruisers out there blocking off the ramp. You need to stay in that right lane. If you want to get on uh, 74 west, Colerain is uh, probably your best bet to do so. North 75 starting to pick up typical volume through the cut of the hill, off and on slow up toward 12th Street. I'm Jason Earhart on 55KRC, the talk station. 717-55 Care City Talk Station. Brian Thomas with Dan Hills, Cincinnati Police Department FOP President. Dan, when we lost connection, you were talking about the differences between going after somebody with a handgun versus somebody with a rifle. This guy's armed with, a, obviously, a modern sporting rifle of some sort. Rounds come out at a much, much higher rate of speed. Therefore, they can penetrate uh, your standard um, uh, vest that the police wear. He said they have a higher-level vest that provides greater protection for SWAT team members. Um, those, I guess, are bulkier and way more. So, that, But the challenge that we mentioned presented before we broke was you know, going after this guy in a heavily wooded area. So you were going to, I think you were getting ready to conclude some thoughts on that. So let's pick up where we left off. Brian, it was probably some of the smartest stuff I ever was going to say on your show, but now it's lost <laughs> forever, right? I know, I know. <laughs> Welcome to my world. Um, no, that's, you know, that's the, the thing that's going through my head right now is how difficult it is a, a problem for these uh, police officers up in Maine. Look, this is a, this is a tactical war-like uh, scenario. You know, we're no longer uh, out there trying to deal with uh, you know, road takeover clowns. We're talking about dealing with somebody that is out there wanting to kill whoever, innocents, police officers, and has the means and ability to do so. But what I also was sliding back over to again, Brian, is is I have the exact opposite reaction than the left on this. It's like this is where I want more guns. I wish that maybe somebody was was prepared in that bowling alley or in that bar if they weren't there to particularly drink that night that that carries concealed. And and I can tell you that sometimes I feel guilty because I don't carry enough because I get lazy. But you know when I take my mom to church or. When I go wherever, sometimes, uh, you know, a movie with my wife, I sit there and think, Don, why am I carrying? Because I should be. Because, you know, this is the, the best chance to end this thing was before it even really got started. And, and, and that's what, uh, you know, is so, so wrong about the left's uh, uh, weapons thing. And all it does is take guns away from uh, people who, who would legally use them, legally use to protect um, not only themselves, but uh, everybody else around them in a case like this. 
Well, my listener, Corey, um, earlier in this morning uh, posted what I believe to be the, uh, the the main statute on this. And it says um, that a person is guilty of criminal possession of a firearm if the person possesses any firearm on the premises of a licensed establishment for on-premises consumption of liquor. And is posted to prohibit or restrict the possession of firearms in a manner reasonably likely to come to the attention of patrons. Bottom line is it may be that you weren't, even if they had concealed carry rights in, in Maine, which you say they do, you can't have them in a bar. And I'm guessing maybe the bowling alley, which was the site of the other uh, shooting, probably served liquor on premises as well. So I haven't ever been to a bar or a bowling alley that doesn't serve beer. So Yeah, no, no. I, I, I And I didn't dig that deep. That's okay. Uh, so your, your other listener is probably correct. Um, and that's a shame again, because we know there's, there's plenty of people in society, maybe more and more all the time that, uh, aren't drinking that, uh, but yet still like to, uh, go out and socialize with people. And there at that point there was probably people in the bowling alley that did not drink. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, the, the best, back to what I said, the best scenario for this absolute tragedy was if it would have been ended quickly, um, and, and by somebody that was there in one of those establishments. Um, so, uh, you know, back to me and you having the opposite reaction. To yeah. the left. Uh, I, I, I think that targeting targets, uh, more guns are the answer. I mean, I think about that when I see what happened in Israel, I wish, I wish more of the, uh, the people at that, uh, you know, music venue or, or celebration, uh, would have been armed. Uh, that would have been uh, nice. if a lot of those, Hamas terrorists would have been greeted with some well-trained Israelis that had firearms on them at the time. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's the, that's the best way to stand up the evil is is uh, having that firearm. Even in the best police force, you know, it, it, this is literally seconds mattering, and there's no police force in the country that can be there on the scene in a moment's time. So best, good, best offense is a good defense. Now let's move, no over, move over to what, what I believe you characterize our road takeover clowns. Apparently, City of Cincinnati, the council members, passed the resolution yesterday in support of House Bill 56, which, if passed, would include penalties such as losing a license, higher fines, and making some violators possible third-degree felonies. Um, Jan Michelle, uh, Vice Mayor Jan Michelle Kearney said that, well, takeovers need to stop, but she think th- thinks the penalties in that are too hefty and that it seems to be a bit overreaching to me because it creates problems going forward for young people who do are doing donuts in the middle of the street. This is really dangerous activity here, Dan. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, extremely dangerous, you know, and you got the crowds will close in and cheer for them. And, uh, you know, these aren't, uh, expert trained drivers. No. Uh, they're, they're, they're clowns. They're dinglings. We could come up with all sorts of different, uh, uh, titles for them. But, um, you know, it's strange that the vice mayor, I heard that she said something a couple of weeks ago that didn't seem real smart either, saying that we could just let them have the fairgrounds and they could do it. And I think she didn't miss the point. The point is these folks want to, you know, 
show their middle finger to society. They want to show their middle finger to the police, to uh, law and order, and that's that, that's that's the point. That's why they're, they're they're doing this. And yeah, I think some increased penalties are a good idea. Another policeman told me that uh, apparently Louisville has an interesting thing where they have a an ordinance passed that they will they will hold a vehicle, impound a vehicle for six months automatically uh, if you get caught doing this. And so a lot of times, because we know how the uh, how the courts don't do as good a job as we'd like of, of bringing down penalties on, on, on people like this, if we could take their cars, that would scare the heck out of them. Yeah. And so I think they, they ought to get even more inventive because, look, it's, it's, it's hard to get cars and it's hard to get the bad guy in these cases because of our pursuit policies have changed and um when you do get a car and you do get a bad guy you should really come down hard on them it'd be the only real hope that we have look and this goes back to the pursuit policies change in which i i i think our blanket pursuit policies of my younger years um were were wrong i don't think we you know if it's three o'clock in the afternoon and kids are walking home from school i think we should go 90 miles an hour down reading road uh, chasing somebody for a stop sign violation, you know, without evidence that they're involved in more. You might suspect that they're involved in more because they're running from you, but without knowing that they're involved in more, probably wasn't very wise. So uh, while those laws have changed, they kind of let go of some common sense and they realize that people are just going to run all the time now. Yes. And, and that's what these, these idiots are doing. I think they have some saying that it's like mask up, plates off. Uh, so they take their plate, the, the, the plates off the vehicle and then they always make sure they wear their masks. So that way, if there's any pictures, Cameras. which are usually difficult, yeah, cause they have tenant windows and stuff, uh, they're making it very, very difficult to identify them now. You know, there's different well, tools we can use, them with a drone and some things of that nature. But, uh, um, I think at 3 a.m., would I pursue if just using the common sense test and instead of all the policies and procedures that are out there now? I'd say let's let's give it a shot. Let's see if we can let's see if we can pursue this person and, and put an end to this stuff. Yeah, case by case basis decision making on whether or not it's safe to pursue someone. That sounds logical and reasonable, but no, no, no. We need a one size fits all response rule. So, you know, we can judge you accordingly. Well, real quick here, it's there a point. You you, it. <laughs> Fox nineteen did. Uh, I guess maybe talk to you, or it was reported in Fox nineteen um, that you said most districts in the city only have two officers on patrol most nights, making it hard for the police to respond to these scenes in the first instance. That's just a frightening reality, yeah, no, whether you're talking I, about I, street closures or not. I think I might have taken a little out of context there. I wouldn't say most districts only have two people. I said downtown does. Uh, okay. Central business section only has two people uh, quite often. Sometimes they might have only had one. But no, our bigger districts, three and four, they, they, they still have a dozen cops out there, you know, at night. But uh, no, there's often not enough people to uh, uh, to, to uh, cover those type of things and respond on those type of things right away. And then, you know, to imagine to get in a, a vehicle chase and all that stuff, it's a, it's, it's a lot of uh, manpower involved when you don't have very much. So either misspoke or was... That's or okay. Was, well, my words. well, you corrected the record, and that's A-OK. Dan Hills, FOP yeah. President, Cincinnati Police Department, God bless you, and thanks to uh, all the Cincinnati Police for the hard work that they do keeping our safe uh, city safe from, well, 
road takeover clowns, among other things. Dan, I'll look forward to talking with you again real soon. Hopefully, we'll have something positive to talk about during our next conversation. That's the hell. Okay, Brian. Uh, Prayers for uh, the officers in Maine that are dealing with that situation. Amen to that. 727-55KRCD Talk Station. Peter Shabria, Keller Williams, Seven Hills, and his team. Outstanding real estate agents there to give you a five-star experience. And uh, lots and lots of people have chimed in on social media about the five-star experience they have. And it's more than 1,500 positive reviews for uh, Peter Shabria Keller Williams. That's just the ones that were posted. Five stars. Uh, but they, they're, they're better than anybody. They set themselves apart on so many different ways. And if you're buying a house, selling a house, think about selling a house. I love this one. The interest-free loan of up to $75,000. Interest-free for a full year to qualified folks. To help you deal with what your house needs in order to generate the most money at sale time. Maybe you need new granite countertops. Maybe appliances help your kitchen really look great. Driveway may need to be resurfaced. Your deck repairs. No upfront costs. 0% interest for 12 months. And vetted Keller Williams vendors to do the improvements. This will allow you to get the most out of your home. And you square it up with Peter at the day of sale. Not a problem. Just one of the many programs that Keller Williams Seven Hills offers to the Peter Shabri Group. So call the man I would call if I was selling my home. The only agent I would ever rely on. He's a hell of a guy and he's got a great team. Peter Shabri. 708-3000.com. Check it all out. 708-3000.com. Then call him up. 513-708-3000. 55KRC. The talk station. A Minute of Hope is brought to you... Uh, here's your 9 first one weather forecast. Got a cloudy day today. 75... Overnight, cloudy at 64, mostly clouds tomorrow, a slight chance of rain in 74, and a high of 65 on Saturday with early morning rain and overcast skies, the balance. Right now, 56, time for traffic. From the UC Health Traffic Center, mammograms save lives. Schedule yours at UC Health by calling 513-584-PINK. Major problems, southbound 75's ramp to westbound 74. They had an oil spill, so working on cleaning that up, you're going to have to get on westbound over at Cole Rain. 75 south between Galbraith and Paddock running slow, and there's a broken down southbound 75 at Kyle's Block in the right shoulder. Jason Earhart on 55 KRC, the talk station. 731, 55 KRC, the talk station. Happy Friday Eve. Brian Thomas right here. Always pleased to talk with Donovan and Neil from Americans for Prosperity, Ohio chapter. You can find them online at americansforprosperity.org. Their mission to empower every American to achieve their unique version of the American dream. Coming up this week, and I guess National Day of Action. Donovan and Neil, welcome back to the morning show. It's always good having you on. Brian, always great to be here. Excited for this weekend. What is the American dream? Donovan, we always talk about it, and I know the left will often say, it is a dream, it's an illusion, it's not real. I don't buy into that nonsense. I believe in the opportunity that America offers, the freedom and liberty that we enjoy uh, make us unique in the world, and it's certainly worked out quite well for us. Hell, we literally fund every damn country on the planet, in spite of the fact we're going into uh, in underwater on that. The reason we can do that is because we're so gosh darn successful under our our structure of government. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the, that's the beauty of what we do at Americans for Prosperity, right, is even among all of the challenges that we're facing in this country, uh, the, chal- the unique challenges we face here in Ohio, um, we have the opportunity at Americans for Prosperity to go out there and talk to people about those challenges and then help connect them to ways they can have the, drive the solutions to those challenges. It's not just despair. And so part of our campaign in reigniting the American dream and, and canvassing to do that, right? Talking to people at their doors uh, or on their phones and traditional sort of voter contact 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tactics gives us the opportunity to hear and have our finger on the pulse of where uh, Ohioans' frustrations lie, but then also provide them some inspiration and try to help connect them to ways they can take action to reignite that American dream, to correct the course of act uh, that our, our country is on, and uh, again, ultimately accomplish that goal of reigniting the American dream that we all believe in. Do you have conversations with people by door knocking along these lines, Donovan? Yeah, that's a lot of what we're doing right now, right? If any of your listeners, if you've ever been out there, Brian, right, knocking a door for, for your favorite presidential candidate or congressional candidate or school board candidate, whoever it might be, a lot, of when, a lot of times when you're doing that, right, you're just trying to get your base out, right? It's a quick conversation. Vote for X, right? Yeah. What we do with our 24-7, 365 canvassing operation is we're able to be out there having longer conversations with folks. In fact, right now, a lot of the folks we're talking to are what you'd call disengaged voters. They've, they, they haven't been to the ballot box in a couple of years. And uh, what we're trying to do is understand what's kept them away. Why are they disengaged? And what we're finding is a lot of it is a frustration with the dysfunction in our government yeah. these days. Uh, it's a dysfunction in our government, and it's a, it's a frustration about the policies that have been enacted that are costing them more at the pump and at the grocery store. But what our team's able to do, right, is talk about, once we understand that issue, Talk about how actually getting re-engaged, being involved, voting at a base level, but also maybe joining us uh, at an AFP office or an AFP event to learn some tactics and ways you can make a difference. Uh, we're trying to pull those folks uh, from from their apathy uh, and get them re-engaged. And, and that's what we're doing right now. We'll be doing it across the country, all 50 states, this Saturday for our National Day of Action. Now, obviously, these longer conversations, unlike a political candidate going door to door, they want to go as many doors as humanly possible and probably want to minimize uh, their interactions with any given voter. Uh, you, you have the opportunity and time to actually get it in an in-depth conversation. That makes it a really unique operation. Um, but I I suppose at any time during that conversation, uh, if they're expressing frustration over inflation, they're expressing frustration over, I don't know, any given topic that's a problem in this world that's made them apathetic. Do you ever pivot over to pointing a finger at or otherwise suggesting that it is a particular party, i.e. Democrats, for example, uh, that, that are causing these problems? I know because you're a conservative organization, you're a freedom-minded organization, a constitutionally grounded organization, and that typically ends up turning into partisan politics on some level. So is that, that seems it could be a challenge, but is that part of the longer discussions you're having, that pivot point? to identify the source of the problem at a pivot point to identify solutions to the problem. Yeah, well, absolutely right. I mean, you know, we find so much of our politics boils down to a, a binary decision between reds and blues, Republicans and Democrats, progressives and conservatives. And in a lot of senses, right, yeah, the, the challenges our country faces is because, you know, in, in this current day, is because of the progressive policies of the Biden administration, the, the Bidenomics, as he's called it, right? that is actually costing us more, we're paying more and getting less through these. 
Um, but part of the conversation we try to drive, right, is, is that these, these challenges we face aren't binary. Uh, keep in mind, right, Brian, we've been on the show and talked about this, some really bad energy policy being advanced here in Ohio comes from a Republican supermajority. Uh-huh. Some yes. really bad spending in Washington over the last decade has come with Republicans uh, uh, holding the pen to the checkbook, right? Yep. And uh, these problems aren't just binary problems. And so part of the part of the conversation we're able to have is 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 challenging both sides of that equation and driving really towards towards the the solutions, the the leadership and the candidates that are going to bring true liberty, true freedom that'll help reignite that American dream. So again, those longer conversations allow us to not just try to push people towards one one side or the other, but really drive towards the options and choices that uh maximize freedom well and during that conversation that might if you're if you're dealing with a republican leaning person uh if you're approaching a primary or you know this conversation taking place on saturday obviously advance of any primaries you might pivot over to well you see there's difference within the republican party for example some are not uh, profligate spenders and they have an understanding about the value of the American tax dollar and the fact that your labor is what generates the revenue of government. They appreciate that. They respect it. They're not after more of your money. And then here's the, here's another Republican candidate coming in the primary who's one of those typical rhinos who does keep the pen to the checkbook and doesn't care about fiscal responsibility. So, you know, that, that learning point, I mean, often the primaries are what ultimately decides the success of the party on a broader, spe- uh, broader uh, uh, perspective once they're elected. Well, yeah, and again, being out there right now, right, being out there last month and the month before and the month before, we can go back several years here, Brian, our ability to be out there on a, on a high-frequency basis, right, engaging with these, uh, with, with our friends and neighbors, with citizens across the state and across the country on days like this coming Saturday with our National Day of Action, gives us the opportunity to help connect people to what the liberty and freedom solutions are, right? Again, we're not just telling them who to vote for, we're actually asking them their thoughts on the issues that they care about, um, connecting them to what those solutions can be. And then a, a more informed electorate, right, Brian, a more informed voter is going to make better decisions at the ballot box and things like in situations like primary elections, where the choice between two Republicans or two you know, Democrats in some cases, sometimes two Republicans, right, can be between the freedom, liberty, limited government candidate and the big government, big labor, big spending Republican candidate. And Again, we have the opportunity right now to start to lay that foundation and have those conversations that will help ensure that uh, when the primary comes around in March or the election comes around in November, uh, that informed electorate is able to make the best decision to advance freedom and, again, ultimately reignite the American dream from the state house to the schoolhouse to Washington, D.C. You know, with the, the 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 people who don't weed dwell, as I always like to refer to it, I'm a weed dweller. I mean, I'm often I'm engaged in really the the deep dive in politics and things political, and because I have and have always had a really solid perception and and and, and fundamental principles and beliefs about my politics. I can deal with any given topic that flows at my direction, and I know what my answer will be. It's like Congressman Thomas Massey. I know what he's going to answer, how he's going to answer a question before he answers it, because I know how grounded he is and what his politics are. When you're talking door to door with people who are disengaged, I don't think quite often they even have a grounded overall political philosophy. That you know, they, they they're not quite sure how they would respond if they were in an elected position to any given crisis or challenge they would face. So helping people establish that foundation seems to be part of your goal and your mission. And I think that's a very important thing for people to really take some stock in. 
Yeah, you're right. We, you and I live in the weeds. A lot of your listeners probably, you know, live in the weeds, as you say, around this stuff. Um, what I find, what we find on the doors as we're talking to people, uh, especially these, this disengaged audience of, of citizens that we're, we're working to try to understand and, and re-engage, they have opinion about the direction of our country. They have some thoughts about what is it working. Um, but what is ultimately the challenge, I think, for them is, they don't. They, they've lost a bit of a belief in the system again because of that. That the sort of decades of DC dysfunction that have, you know, driven them from seeing that their their vote matters, right, or that yeah. their engagement in the process can make a difference. And so you're right. Part of what we can do, what we're able to do, right, is provide that intellectual foundation, that that principled foundation that can begin that you can begin to build. Um, an understanding of make of how you can make a difference of taking those small steps and being more involved in your school board, right. Or your city council, uh, to, uh, participating in a town hall meeting that we might hold with a state representative to, uh, a visit to a congressional office, right. And you start building from that foundation, that principal base. Um, but it starts with that knock at the door, right? Yeah. That knock at the door and somebody actually finally saying, Hey, we noticed you haven't been as involved lately in, uh, getting out there and voting. Talk to us about what issues matter most to you. And that conversation can spark and inspire that next person to be out there making yeah. a difference in their community. It shows that person that somebody out here cares, that their opinion matters. You're on their door asking for their opinion. Like, oh, wow, that's a that's a, that's a welcome thing. Uh, that's, that's great. Donovan and Americans for Prosperity. Are you looking for help this weekend on how my listeners can participate or otherwise get engaged themselves? We're always looking for help. I mean, this is a this is a statewide, nationwide effort this Saturday. And we do these things because it provides an opportunity to, for the folks who might be a little nervous or unsure of what they'd be getting into yeah. to be able to join with a lot more people than, than maybe on a random Tuesday afternoon. So, yes, if they want to get a hold of us, visit our state campaign website. That's BuckeyeBlueprint.com. Go to BuckeyeBlueprint.com. If you scroll all the way to the bottom, you can tell us how to build a bolder, better Buckeye State. Put your information in there. I'll get the email and I'll respond to you before this weekend and tell you where um, our, our door launches will be happening in your neighborhood. But they're happening across the state and would love for you to visit BuckeyeBlueprint.com to send us an email and let us know you'd like to get involved and learn more. We'll get you plugged in. Well, Joe Strecker, I will ask him to put BuckeyeBlueprint.com uh, as a link on my blog page at 55KRC.com so people go there and they'll be able to have it easy access. Donovan and Neil, keep up the great work at Americans for Prosperity, which is online at AmericansForProsperity.org. Ohio chapter, just use a little pull-down menu. I wish you a very successful weekend, and, uh, and, and thanks very much for spending time on my program today, Donovan. Keep up the great work. Always happy to be here, Brian. Talk soon. Yes, Bye. we will, most assuredly. Get in touch with the Gearing Center. Family businesses, you're out there. I know it. There's lots of family businesses, and the Gearing Center has been around since 1989 to help family and private businesses address the unique challenges that they face. And a succession plan is one of them. Gearing Center's Next Generation Institute is all about your succession planning. Are you ready if the family business is to, to change hands? Grandpa's going to retire, dad, the founder of the company, whoever the case may be, handing on the keys to the business onto the next generation. Are you ready for that? Do you know what you're going to face in terms of challenges? Does your family get along together? That's a unique situation that the Gearing Center also addresses. It's a wonderful program designed to help with succession planning, an extraordinarily important component of family businesses. So learn from those who've done it already, who've seen the challenges, faced them, overcame them, or stepped in it, learned from people's mistakes. You get to do that with the Gearing Center as well. They're affiliated with UC's Carl H. Linder College of Business. Great folks there at Gearing. Find them online. Learn more. Gearing, G-O-E-R-I-N-G. 
G-O-E-R-I-N-G, gearing.uc.edu. 55 KRC. Contractors. Here's your nine first warning weather forecast. Overcast today with a high of 75. It's going to be cloudy tonight, 64. Clouds tomorrow with a slight chance of rain, 74. And then Saturday, they're calling for some early rain with overcast skies in the afternoon and a high of 65. Right now, 55 degrees. Let's turn it over to Jason to find out about traffic. From the UC Health Traffic Center, mammograms save lives. Schedule yours by calling UC Health at 513-584-PINK. A couple major problems for you right now. You've got a wreck eastbound 275 out of Moss Teller. Three right lanes are blocked. Traffic stop and go all the way back towards 747. South 75's ramped at West 74. An oil spill, you got to get on West 74 at Colerain. And you're going to find delays on 71 coming southbound off and on. Fields hurdle down to Pfeiffer. I'm Jason Earhart on, on 55 KRC, the talk station. Seven fifty-two. Fifty-five Care City Cog Station. I heard media aviation expert Jay Ratliff at eight thirty. Got time for phone calls? Uh, you can steer the direction of the conversation if you care to. Five one three seven four nine fifty five hundred eight hundred eight two three. Talk with pound five fifty on AT and T phones. And uh, 55KRC.com, stream the audio and get your iHeartMedia app so you can listen wherever you are. My wife is probably listening right now, even though she's in West Virginia until Monday visiting her mom. Yeah, staying with her sister in WVA, but she streams the audio off her phone. So good morning, honey. I hope you're having a good morning. I know she's awake because she texted me. Bachelor party weekend at the Thomas household. Anyhow, I wanted to mention, I couldn't believe what I was reading when I saw this. Um, check your credit card rates, folks. And if you're using a retail credit card, you know, like, uh, for example, Michael's credit card, mm, uh, one that applies just to that particular store, their, the credit card rates are through the roof for those average, those retail credit cards. Bank rate did the numbers crunching. The average retail credit card annual percentage rate. 28.93%. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. The highest rates are charged by, uh, I'm him and, I know, I know, Joe. Some place called Academy Sports and Outdoor uh, Credit Cards, the Burlington Credit Card, Good Sam Rewards Credit Card, and Michael's Credit Card, 33.24 APR. Retail, uh, 16 retail credit cards, they say charge 32.24%. Jared, K. Jeweler, Zales. QVC, Walgreens, Ross, Victoria's Secret, DJ Maxx, and Wayfair. Don't carry a balance on those. This is a Money Monday kind of Brian James recommendation. And and, and to that as well, I had a meeting with my financial planner and uh, last week. And uh, Brian, this came up with uh, Brian as well. If you want to get more interest on your savings account, and I'm not a huge fan of online anything really, but there are online banks, they're, they're federally insured, and some of the online banks are paying 5% on your savings. 
Now, compare that to what your bank is currently paying you on your savings account, and uh, you will find you're lucky if you're getting 0.05%. So there are ways to better save your money. And, of course, if you've got... If you're carrying a balance, do not carry it on one of those store cards. Compare that to your regular credit cards where the interest rates are still outrageous, but you're going to find them closer to something in the low 20s. I think the national average for uh, uh, from bank rate for credit cards is 20.71%, which is still a hell of a lot of money for people carrying balances. 755-55 Care CD Talk Station. Feel free to call. I see Joe's on the line. Joe, I don't have enough time to take your call, but if you want to hang out over the break, I'll be happy to pick it up when we come back. And I will be right back after the top of the hour news. Free, free never sounded so good. I'm free. The free iHeartRadio app in the App Store or online at 55krc.com. This report is fun. Keep track of actual real-life monsters. I'm sick and tired of Democrats. With the iHeartRadio app. I got it on all day. At 55krc.com. 805, a 55-care talk station. Happy, happy fr- uh, Friday Eve. Bottom of the hour, I heard media aviation expert Jay Ratliff. In the meantime, I'm going to go to the phones. Got a couple of callers online, which could include you. If you want to call as well, I know I can get your calls in. 513-749-5500, 800-823-TALK. Pound 550 on AT&T phones. Start with Joe with a comment about Issue 2. We haven't been talking a lot about Issue 2. Joe, welcome to the program. Thanks for holding there, buddy. You're quite welcome. Hey, uh... Thanks for being the calming voice of reason, Mr. Brian. It keeps me coming back each morning. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. That's you know that is that's high praise, hey, buddy. Marcus. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just say, hey, that's high praise, man. I I really really appreciate a compliment like uh, that. Thanks. It's quite sincere. I have to give in to my lesser side, my pessimism here regarding uh, issue two. Um, Let me remind my listeners, issue two is legalization of marijuana in the state of Ohio. Specifically, it's on issue two, uh, would allow adults uh, the purchase possession of cannabis for Ohioans who are 21 and older. You can have up to two and a half ounces of weed, 15 grams of marijuana concentrate, and you can grow up to six plants at home. This is distinct from issue one, which is a constitutional amendment. This is a... That's the one I meant, sorry, issue one. Issue one, oh, okay, okay. Issue um, one is the abortion issue. That will change the Constitution. Yeah, I don't know how I got that one wrong, but thanks for correcting me. You know, I, I just, the ads, when I watch them and listen to them, with the thoughts that go through my head, I feel like I have to go to Catholic confession because they're so full of lies. <laughs> they're so full of lies, but they look effective, and I, I'm afraid that we may not be able to, to put the kibosh on it. What do you think? Uh, I'm, I, I am leaning with you on your conclusion that it will pass. Um, I think if more people read the language and had a greater understanding of what this might end up meaning after any litigation or after it starts to play out in practice, that they would be against it. Even people who have are in favor of some abortion rights. And the point I always rely on and go back to is this er- eradication of any other family involvement. And that's what pisses me off more. Pardon my French, but it does about those ads because they say it takes the family out of the equation. No, that's exactly what issue one does. It takes family out of the equation. The individual, which could be a child and their doctor, are the only ones involved in the decision. They aren't obligated, as state law requires right now, to let mom and dad know or mom or dad or guardian know that that child child, and this is a child I'm talking about here, not an emancipated adult, that that child is pregnant and is seeking an abortion. Abortions aren't always uh, without problems. And if I'm a parent, even if I'm pro-abortion, I say this all the time as well, I'd want to know if my daughter was going under the uh, 
on the operating table. I want to know if my daughter was having some kind of major surgery like this. You can die. It's possible. I want to be there to guide and counsel her, have a conversation with her. The emotional reality is what's going to happen in the aftermath. You know, you've, you've terminated your pregnancy. You're never going to be able to unremember that. And at some point in your life, you know, this may have a profound impact on you and, and, and your mental health. That's one element you should at least be able to discuss with your daughter. But if she is like in an abusive relationship, she's got a boyfriend, right? Maybe he has uh, gotten her pregnant and is forcing her to get an abortion or he's abused her. She's gotten pregnant as a consequence of some sexual assault or something. As a father, you know damn well I'd like to know if that's going on. But if he's got his thumb on her and pressuring her and threatening her under issue one, those threats, she might not say anything to you. You would be left out of the equation. The physician, the do, the, 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 the health care provider, whoever that is, and whatever qualifies as such under, the, under issue one, and your daughter would be making the decision on their own. Well, in that particular case, the boyfriend really ultimately would be making the decision, wouldn't he? Because you know the abortion provider is going to be more than happy to perform the abortion. And they're probably more than happy that they don't have to involve mom and dad in the discussion either. But see, that's a bridge too far. And it also will allow for late-term abortions, which I, I cannot abide. I couldn't vote for anything that would allow an eight-month eight month pregnancy termination. You know, it's one of those, wait a second. You, you carry the baby to eight months and now you want to kill it? You know, there is a reality of viability out there. Viability, it's about 23 weeks right now. The baby can live outside of the womb. And that's really where a majority of people come down. If you're in favor of abortion, the vast majority of people who are in favor of abortions do not abide with late-term abortions. Because they at least have a sense of realization. Well, all you have to do is pull the baby out. You can have a C-section. I guess you can induce labor and the baby become out fine. Seems to me maybe a law that establishes constitutional rights in in a viable baby. But it's a bridge too far, even for people who are proponents of some measure of abortion. That's why I'm against it completely, unequivocally. As a parent, I would want to know. I would want at least the ability of my daughter to involve me in the equa- in this in the situation. And if she doesn't want to because of some pressure, perhaps, and maybe it's pressure by the provider. They're capable of coercion as well. I like the idea that law requires minor children to have parental involvement, that they must notify mom and dad, that there is a legal obligation to get the parents or guardian involved in that decision. It's for the good of the child. See what Todd's got this morning. Todd, thanks for calling this morning. Uh, Welcome to the morning show. Yes. um, First, I wanted to uh, say that there's going to be a uh, Bill of Rights class being going to be held on Saturday at the uh, at the um, Empower Youth Studio. Oh, and good. Starts at 9 o'clock in the morning and usually goes into the it goes into the afternoon. And uh, but I wanted to talk about Second Amendment rights as uh, no doubt will be challenged this week. Yeah. Of developments in Maine. And there are like four points I'd like to uh, talk about is one a lot of times they'll see 
people are on one side or the other. And, and there's like different people's experiences, you know, um, lead to that. But what I feel in my experience, it boils down to whether a person views, uh, owning a firearm as protective to them or if they view people owning firearms as being threatening to them. But basically, if you're viewing that as being a threat, wouldn't you also want to defend, be defended on the other hand? Yeah. So, so we need to uh, convince people that basically it's, even though you might feel threatened by somebody with a gun, that basically it boils down to self-defense and it's more protective to you, even if you don't own a gun, if somebody is a, is a, is def- having that that available to them, they can they can uh, defend you. The tragedy from happening. Yes, exactly. That's you know I joke about it at listener lunch because you know at listener lunch anybody who's been one knows that I'm inclined to have a beer, and because I'm having a beer at an establishment in Ohio that allows you know that, that you might otherwise be able to carry. If you're drinking alcohol, then you cannot carry your concealed weapon or even your uh, you can't carry a weapon. So I don't because I want to abide by that law. I don't want to be, you know, like accused of a felony or anything like that. But I, you know what I, mean? I know, though, at Listener Lunch, Todd, I know all the people in the room that aren't drinking and I know all the people in the room that aren't drinking and also carry. And there's always concealed carry people in the crowd at Listener Lunch. So I rely on them in those circumstances. Here I am out loud saying that I'm not carrying concealed when I'm at Listener Lunch. But I feel I feel as comfortable and safe as a baby in mama's arms at Listener Lunch. Because I can point out the people in the room that I know will be there to put their lives on the line in defense of all the other people in the room if some idiot were to come in with a firearm and start unloading on someone. That's the key to the Second Amendment. It's a right for you to be able to protect yourself, defend yourself, your family. Not from property theft, of course, but from anger, violence, imminent threat of grievous bodily harm or death. Yes, at those points in your life, if you ever are unfortunate enough to have to cross that bridge, and I did, it's great to know that you have a firearm on you, or in the case of Listen to Lunch, that people around you have firearms on them. I didn't want to have to ever have to pull mine out in defense. I had to do it, and I'm telling you, it gave me a very, very, very good feeling that day. Because I was outmanned. That guy that tried to kill me with his truck was large. North of six feet, if I had to guess, six foot two, three maybe, and probably coming in at almost 300 pounds. Yeah, I'm 5'10", 185. And if it came down to uh, me versus him in a fisticuff uh, issue, I would lose. I'll concede defeat right now. But when that insane guy tried to kill me with his truck... And I got out of the car. I was frightened. I was fearing for my life. But in my hand was the great equalizer. 815 55KRCD Talk Station. 513 749 talk A great number for you to call is the number for Cover Cincy. It's getting to be open enrollment time for a lot of people. And so you're going to be faced with that uh, annual challenge of, geez Louise, this is expensive. Yeah, I know. And you'll have several different plans to choose from. The Probably the least expensive plan for you, the one that's affordable, is not going to give you coverage up front like an Obamacare plan. You're not going to be able to choose your doctors. How about a plan that may save you 30 to 60% off the Obamacare rate, just as an example, put coverage up front and give you uh, freedom of choice with your physician. 
Call John Rollman and his team at Cover Cincy. They work with, not for, more than 200 different insurance companies, which allows them to tailor an insurance policy for you and your specific needs for lower cost and with better coverage. It sounds impossible to believe, doesn't it? I know that. That's why I say, why not try? They got couples under 65 saving $500 to $1,000 a month with better coverage and an ability to pick doctors. Yeah, it's it's take the challenge up. Coverscincy.com, either with Y or I on the end. Coverscincy.com. Learn more there, and there's a form you can fill out to initiate the process. Or call them during business hours. That number is 513-800-CALL. 513-800-2255. 55KRC. 820. Happy Friday Eve. Bottom of the hour, we're going to hear from my heartbeat aviation expert, Jay Rallows. Always talk about talking to Jay. Hope you enjoyed those conversations as well. I always like to lighten things up as we close the show out. Of course, there's so much heady uh, news out in the world. The mass shooters, we got craziness going on. Finally, have a Speaker of the House, though, which is a good thing. Back to the business of the people. Uh, sounds like a pretty conservative guy, too, if you read his background, Mike Johnson. Um, and he, of course, enjoys Donald Trump's support. So he's got the, the MAGA folks on his side. Anyhow. And thanks to the last caller who uh, did point out that Empower You is having a uh, National History of Liberty and the Important Bill of Rights that class this Saturday. You can do it virtually if you want to do so. Um, just log in right there at EmpowerYouAmerica.org, or you can attend in person. Just head on out to Frame USA Warehouse at 225 Northland Boulevard. Thanks again, as always, to Dan Reganold of Frame USA for the amazing concept and for doing it for so many years, putting these speakers together. Uh, Democrats got some real problems. Uh, the border crisis, the chickens coming home to roost in terms of Democrats' policy on the border, which is an open border. There's no other way to put it. This is the Biden administration. And, of course, you've heard about the problems in New York. The mayor losing popularity. The governor losing popularity. They're both Democrats. They both previously endorsed these whole con- you know, sanctuary state and sanctuary city policies. Democrats in New York a long time ago passed this, you know, right to shelter deal for folks that are living on the street. You have an absolute right to get a, 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 a for them to place you in housing. Well, Siena College poll came out on Tuesday. New Yorkers not happy. 64% of New Yorkers disapprove of what the Biden administration is doing regarding migrants. 64%. 48% of Democrats who think Biden is doing a miserable job on the crisis, 91% of Republicans, and the all-important independent category, is 72% of New York independent voters are against Joe Biden on the border. Hmm. Only 30% approve of how the mayor, Eric Adams, is handling the migrate, uh, migrant situation. As far as the governor, only 37% approve of her handling it. Pollster Stephen Greenberg, who conducted the poll, the Siena poll, uh, while other issues in Washington and abroad have largely driven the news cycle over the past few weeks, yeah, Israel and the war there, the influx of migrants in New York remains top mind for voters with 84% saying it's a serious, 57% saying very serious problem for the state. Seldom do we see an issue where at least 79% of Democrats, Republicans, and Independents, men, women, upstaters, downstaters, blacks, whites, Latinos, Catholics, Jews, and Protestants all agree the migrant influx is a serious problem. That is pretty damn overwhelming when you read it, isn't it? Greenberg also said that a strong majority of voters in the last month who said by uh, who said by 22 points that New Yorkers must work to slow the flow of migra- uh, migrants rather than accept and assimilate them has grown to an overwhelming 35 point majority today. 
view shared by 82% of Republicans, 68% of independents, and 52% of Democrats, as well as two-thirds of downstaters and 59% of upstaters. Oh, my God. You looking for bipartisan agreement? Well, welcome to New York City. Welcome to the state. He said the poll found 52% of Democrats say they want a different presidential nominee in 2024. Well, that question carries a lot more baggage than just Biden's migrant situation, doesn't it? That's that factors in his age, uh, in his mental acuity, all that. Biden only leads Trump 46 to 37 percent in New York. Now, you may say, well, whoa, whoa, that's a sizable chunk there, isn't it? Well, Biden won New York 61 to 38. Now, if you throw Robert F. Kennedy Jr. into the into the equation, along with Cornell West, the two sort of independent slash green folks that are running, um, Biden's lead slips to just seven points. So he drops off a couple of points when you add them into the equation. But New York, you can't find a bluer state. At least I don't think so. I mean, you can you offer a subjective opinion about that. But when reality comes home, you know, you can theorize and you can, you know, virtue signal and you can claim sanctuary status when you're New York City, hell and gone from the southern border. We didn't used to have any problems with the northern border. The Canadians were, you know, slipping into our country under cover of darkness or in full view of, of, of immigrations and customs officials. That's the case now, though. We've got foreign nationals coming in through Canada as well. So New York may be starting to feel the heat from the northern border. But, you know, when they're virtue signaling back when they passed these laws and decided they wanted to be sanctuary cities, they didn't face any threat. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now, they're living it. And they're backpedaling. And this is going to hurt Joe Biden. I think at best what you can hope for is not that people are going to run out and vote for Donald Trump in New York. What they do, what they will do is probably just not vote for anybody. Stay home and not vote or, you know, go down the ballot and just say, I am not going to put my hands on voting for either of these clowns and just let it go. 825, I suppose that will inure to Donald Trump's benefit regardless. We'll wait and see what happens. 55 KRCD Talk Station, stick around. Jay Ratliff coming up next. First word from my friend Suzette Lozacamp. She is terrific. She's a wonderful lady. You'll love talking to her, and the reason you want to talk to her, of course, is about your mortgage situation. If you're looking for one, first-time buyer, call Suzette Lozcamp up. She's with Cross Country Mortgage, which means she can help you in any state in which you sit. Best customer service in the mortgage business. Never a junk fee, never an application fee. Great rates at a low cost is what it's all about. Veterans, you guys rock. We all know that. And gals. You get 100% of your loan with no PMI. And the best rate around. I mean, what a great program for the veterans. She can walk you through the details on that. There's the USDA program as well. If you're buying in certain areas, um, you'll qualify for this, this better better circumstances than this run-of-the-mill if you're off-the-street kind of uh, loan application person. But even for you, we've got all kinds of options with Suzette Loza Camp. Plus, PMI. I go back to PMI because that's kind of the thing I would want to get rid of if I ever had to pay it. It could be thousands of dollars a year. And if your home is worth more, and it is, Maybe a refi will get you out of that situation. For all mortgage-related questions, give my friend Suzette Lozacamp a call at 513-313-5176. 513-313-5176.
313-5176. 55-KRC. Um. Going to be overcast today with a high of 75, 64 overnight low with clouds. Got a mostly cloudy day tomorrow, slight chance of rain, 74. Rain in the morning on Saturday with overcast skies the rest of the day and a high of 65. 56 now, time for traffic. From the UC Health Traffic Center, mammograms save lives. Schedule your annual mammogram with UC Health by calling 513-584-PINK. South 75's ramp at West 74 still closed because of an oil spill. They're working on trying to dry out that spot. Uh, in the meantime, you can use Colerain Avenue to get on westbound. You've got uh, broken down East 275 at Mosteller. Traffic heavy through there. South 71 running slow. 275 down to Red Bank. Northbound 471 in Kentucky moving slow from Memorial Parkway up toward the, Brent, the uh, Big Mac Bridge. Jason Earhart on 55 KRC, the talk station. 8.30, 55KRC Talk Station on a Thursday. That means, unless he's on vacation or otherwise predisposed, uh, I heard media aviation expert Jay Ratliff. Jay, welcome back to the show, my friend. It's always fun talking to you. Hey, pleasant, pleasant good morning. Well, I guess it was mushrooms, magic mushrooms, Jay. Crazy uh, pilot. Yeah, I, I, get, and I guess that and the lack of sleep from 40 hours that caused that pilot to, uh, to, to go mental on us. And, you know, it, it, we're hearing some of the reports from the flight crew and they said you know as soon as he tried to turn off the the engines using the fire suppression systems and they stopped him he told the two pilots look you've got to you've got to get me in the back you've got to subdue me uh because i'm not well and uh obviously that was the case but you know all start to finish maybe 90 seconds in the cockpit and then he's out and then they make that uh unscheduled stop emergency landing to get him off the airplane but uh, passengers really didn't know what was going on uh flight attendants did a good job of keeping you know everybody kind of calm when they were landing they thought maybe it was a medical emergency or something and i guess as it turned out it may have been the case well i saw this uh wall street journal article uh headline airline industry's silent struggle pilots and mental health my understanding based on that was the faa relies on pilots to self-disclose mental health conditions but and it doesn't automatically disqualify them from flying if they're diagnosed with, say, anxiety, depression, or some other mental health conditions. But right. then they, they get monitored. But, of course, the big problem with this is pilots are reluctant to even open up about that because they are worried about losing their jobs. They are. And they can put them on the sidelines for a period of time, and then that affects your seniority. Yeah. And you've got you've got such a tight brotherhood among the pilots that these men and women many times unless it's an extreme case uh, they're going to look out for each other and there there's certainly times that may not be the case but look for the most part Brian uh, they are there as you would see the the firemen the policemen you know standing shoulder to shoulder teachers whoever it might happen to be they're going to do what they have to do to protect their own and recognizing that there's times that they have bad days good days those types of things and you know i've even seen times where you know pilots maybe weren't feeling well, self-inflicted wise or otherwise, and they showed up for a flight and you know, the, the other pilot was kind of like, hey, we'll take care of it, don't worry, you know, we'll everything will be okay. So it reaches a point where how bad does it have to get before the pilot will step forward and say, look, I need some help. And fortunately, we're getting to the point where a lot of people recognize that is not a bad thing, and more and more people are doing it. Right. But we know that there's a lot of people that that do not. Now they go through a psychological and physical exam as a part of as a part of their physicals every year. And but you know that can only cover so much. 
and they have you know random checks for drugs and things of this nature, but not so much for for the mental side of things. So it's it's like everything else. It's it's such a touchy subject for a lot of people that they really are afraid to admit that they need help because of you know, the repercussions they feel like they're going to face. Well, and this guy clearly reached a breaking point. I mean, he even recognized you know, after he had done that is he you know affirmatively stated, as you pointed out, please, you got to restrain me. You got to get me out of here. I'm having a yeah. bad day. But, you know, someone who's struggling with mental health challenges, you may have internalized this and kept that to themselves for a very long time. I mean, it's, I'm guessing, probably pretty easy to do. You don't walk around talking about how you want to kill yourself or talking about how you know, miserable and, 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 and depressed you are. But at any given moment, anybody can crack. So I can see how they might miss it on a, you know, your run-of-the-mill annual physical psychological test. But who knows when they're going to crack. Now, That if that's, in fact, what happened with this poor guy... Uh, I I saw on your list of topics uh, that might end up removing these jump seat privileges for pilots. So one bad egg is going to ruin it for everybody? Could. Uh, I've talked to a lot of pilots that say, Jay, that's our big concern in the industry is that the Federal Aviation Administration will step forward and, and attempt to do something, you know, to fix the problem, to make sure it doesn't happen again, by taking away our jump seat privileges uh, which, you know, on a full flight, a lot of times these crew members, the only way they can get to the city that they're flying from or to as they commute back and forth to work is to take advantage of the jump seat in the cockpit that is open for them to use as they need to tra travel back and forth. And I think it would be a big-time overstep by the Federal Aviation Administration if they came out and said, we're going to no longer allow that other than just for authorized people like FAA officials, training officials, those types of things. We're going to keep everybody else out of the cockpit because, like you said, this is a, a one-time situation. Well, there have been more than one, but but it's been something that, you know, for, for the most part, uh, it doesn't happen. So the idea of penalizing the tens of thousands of pilots that utilize this on an ongoing basis because of the situation involving one person uh, just doesn't seem to be a, a, a fair response to what's going on. And, of course, also in the discussion is the uh, the industry's obsession with trying to go to a single pilot cockpit. And <laughs> I certainly think that this, as you and I have discussed, speaks I know. to that, that we are certainly not wanting to go in that direction, uh, especially now. Well, yeah, I mean, if they're going to remove jump seat privileges because one pilot had a mental breakdown, uh, I, Here we go. That, that's it. That's the end of discussion on a single pilot aircraft, buddy, period. Should be. How, how can you even I, make I the argument? The yeah, exactly. But it, it, it involves money. And look, when it comes to that, of course, airlines are going to say it has to do with the pilot shortage, the increase for demand for travel, blah, we're being forced into it. And I don't believe a word of that. They can't wait to walk through that door. They can't wait to cut the salaries of pilots who they they grow weary of negotiating with every time there's a contract that comes up. They There's not a great deal of mutual respect like I would like to see between the pilots and management. Um, and both sides are guilty in this. But, look, if, if airlines could make it a completely automated system the same way they brought kiosks into airports so they could get rid of, you know, the frontline people at the airports, the customer service representatives, they will do it as fast as they can make it happen. Let's pause. We'll bring back iHeartMedia aviation expert Jay Ratliff. After I mention Accent, I love this company because I really, truly appreciate craftsmanship, and that's what Accent is known for. For more than 115 years, Accent, a wide range of custom handcrafted works of stone, glass, and metal. And they're, they're beautiful, and I know you've seen them. 
Check it out. Thousands, thousands of regional organizations have trusted Accent to provide them with beautiful landscape art for their properties, among other types of projects. Think about that, landscape art. You've maybe been to St. Elizabeth Hospital at Thomas Morris College and seen the monumental granite signs. Maybe you've been to uh, Holy Family Churches, uh, Shiviet Westwood Communities, Limestone Signs. They've done those, you know, as you enter a community. Carved granite and limestone at Smell Riverfront Park, Yatemans Cove, Sawyer Point, International Friendship Parks, the carved boulders at Montgomery Inn and the Cincinnati Zoo, Lindner Center of Hope, Wyoming Golf Course, and carved pavers. You find those at Cincinnati Reds and Cincinnati Police Memorials as well as the uh, Cincinnati Firefighters Memorial. All of that and so much more work done by the professionals at Accent. Learn more. Go online and check out their beautiful work. A-C-S-E-N-T now.com AccentNow.com 513-721-5050 55KRC Before? 841 55KRC Detox Station. Jay Ratliff has I heard media aviation expert spending some time here on the 55KRC Morning Show as he does every Thursday. And uh, I want to throw you in a different direction real quick here before we start talking about Frontier Airlines. Um... I, I my mouth fell open when I read this, Jay, because I you can't make this up and 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 improve your situation with a volume. Boeing reportedly lost almost half a billion dollars building the new Air Force One presidential jets. That in the third quarter, what they did, uh, the Trump administration entered into the, into a fixed contract price. Um, with Boeing, it's a three point nine billion dollar fixed price tag for like I guess two. Air Force two. One mm-hmm. Jet Two, yes, and and the company has now lost over two point four billion on the program to date. I guess that's the entire program, but half a billion dollars. And they say, well, the 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 release pointed out that the higher the higher cost was estimated, manufacturing costs jumped up, engineering changes, labor instability, supplier problems. Um, <laughs> I mean. It, it just it just blows my mind that two jets you could even have a loss of half a billion dollars, let alone that two jets cost three point nine billion dollars, and that's not even enough now to cover the nut. Jay, what is the deal? It's it's crazy, Brian, and and of course a lot of this had to do with the pride of making sure it was Boeing, the American aircraft manufacturer that that was responsible for producing the uh, the next generation of Air Force One aircraft. And it's, I mean, these are cities. I mean, they're not aircraft, they're cities. And they're just, they're so complex as far as anything beyond avionics that we that we have in the air, that it's unbelievable. I mean, when you look at the price it costs to make these things, it explains why, you know, a lot of times it, it takes a while before we're going to cycle them out and, and bite the bullet for, for another one. But, you know, it, it's... I mean, to that point, it's, it says that they delayed delivery of the first of the, of the one of the two until 2027. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, it's a nice date. Throw it out there and, you know, we'll revise it as we go. And look, there's enough things, excuse me, enough things now that they can blame it on as far as the reasons for it. And, you know, who's, who's going to dispute the uh, issues of not having, excuse me, enough people and costs going up? Wow. Well, it just, it, it I just, I, I'm just shocked at the at the cost. I really am. I, I know it's it's crazy. There's all kinds of defenses in there and all kinds of electronics. And I get it. It's the most state of the art aircraft ever built. Yada yada yada. But mm-hmm. to be able to lose but for the- you to be shocked, that's saying something, right? <laughs> yeah, I thought so, it, so. It must be really bad. Billions for two planes. Anyway, let's pivot over to what what the Frontier Airlines doing. They're following the lead of uh, American and Delta. They uh, Their frequent flyer program is now about how much money you spend. 
you want to accumulate miles and build up your status, use the uh, the Frontier credit card a lot, and we will reward you. It's the same thing Delta and Americans doing. It's, of course, what Delta's got a lot of pushback on with regards to their program that they have because they're trying to make more money using the credit cards, you know, with that versus the miles that people accumulate when they fly. And uh, frequent flyers that fly all the time are really ticked off, Brian, that people that never step on an airplane can, on their first day at the airport, have a higher frequent flyer status than somebody that flies all the time. But airlines don't care what we think. They simply don't. And as a result, we're going to see more and more of this because, you know, airlines, as we've discussed, are banks. They just happen to fly aircraft and have an airline uh, as a part of their business. They make a trim. I think it was $8 billion that Delta, uh, $7 or $8 billion that Delta made with their uh, agreement with American Express because of their SkyMiles cards. Wow. They're trying to get they're trying to get that over to $10 billion. So the emphasis is on how can we get people to get the card, use the card, continue using the card, and you know, regardless of the, if the demand for travel is up or down, if people are using their credit cards in their normal uh, everyday life, that constant revenue for Delta is something that they want to pursue as much as they can. We're seeing other airlines follow suit. Wow, that is a truckload of money just for credit card Big use. Time. Man. Big uh, the other thing that you know, I, I referenced early in the week when we were talking about the the mushroom boy uh, trying to crash the plane, um, the new seating policy that was it United un, un, uh, unveiled, which was seat the aisle yeah. seats last. Yeah, the thought is window first, middle seat, and then the aisle. Uh, they say they can save two to four minutes per flight <clears throat> times the number of flights. It's going to save about a million dollars a day. Blah 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 blah. But the problem is the people that sit in the uh, aisle seats are paying more than the people in the middle seats. And when they're the last aboard and there's no overhead storage compartment because everybody else has filled it up. I hate that. The people that are paying more are going to be the ones complaining. And they're going to be complaining big time in the airline. United's going to be forced to do something to respond because you can't have the people in the middle seat that's paying less with a large overhead storage bag taking up the room up top sitting there with their arms folded, you know, here comes some guy sitting in row 14 and the only open spaces above row 23. Oh, uh, you got to walk where your bag has to go. Yeah. You have uh, to go backwards against the flow of traffic of uh, everybody who wants to do nothing more than to get the hell off that plane. It's, it's impossible yeah, to toast. get back there. Yeah. And that's why I think that this <clears throat> approach is just not going to work long-term. It's the same thing as when they tried to board from the back of the airplane forward. Same thing. People put their bags in early, keep walking to the back, and you had problems with people not being able to uh, find adequate storage space over over their seats. And right now, so much of travel is about how much can you carry on. And when you start messing with that, it's certainly going to be something that for a lot of people, uh, they're going to be very vocal about. And I suspect United is going to end up changing this. I imagine, and I suppose what you might gain in terms of speed loading uh, is going to be delayed because the number of people who are going to end up having to check their bags and have them loaded onto the plane while boarding. I think that that's a very real possibility, and I think that it could actually create more delays than what it saves in time. And, again, sometimes you just got to do it to show it doesn't work because logically (laughs) it should work. I totally totally get it, but you're dealing with people, and that's like (laughs) trying to apply logic to the stock market. It it just doesn't work. So with airlines, you know, some some bean counter thought it would be a good idea. Solid uh, solid point, Jay, solid point. Well, let's Mm -hmm. end as we always do on hub delays. How's today look for? flying, Jay. 
Uh, quite quite a bit of rain. We're, we've got issues in Dallas, Chicago, Detroit, um, Minneapolis, Salt Lake City. Uh, and some of these delays easily could uh, be in excess of an hour. Call and check. Make sure your flight's on time. Jay Ratliff, mm-hmm. always a pleasure having you on my program. I'll look forward to next Thursday in another edition of your Aviation Report. Best of Thanks, health. Sir. Best of health, man. 848-55KRC, the talk station. Get in touch with Fasten Pro Roofing. The professionals at Fasten Pro. A free roof inspection. That's important. And my good friends at Fast and Pro encourage you, encourage you to give them a call, and not, not for a brand new roof, of course, unless, of course, we had some massive downpour of hail or something that might have damaged your roof. But, hey, you've been in your house 10 years, 15 years, maybe less, I don't know. Call them up. They'll be happy to inspect your roof. They'll identify any problems. If there are no problems, you'll get comfort knowing when they come down off the roof, they're honest with you that nothing's wrong. Hey, how much life am I, does my roof have left? They'll give you an indication of that as well, and they'll also encourage you to give me a call next year. We'll check it out again. It's a very important thing, this free roof inspection, and when it comes to getting the work done, nobody's better than Fast and Pro. Check out their website. And look at the beautiful work they do. Lots of exterior work in addition to the roofing work. Any kind of roof, commercial, residential, metal, uh, the, the uh, slate work, the box gutter work, uh, custom fabricated copper work they do it all and they are indeed honest a plus with the better business bureau call ray and amanda at fast and pro roofing got a veteran and a woman-owned company the number to reach them 513-774-9495-774-9495 online fastenproroofing.com 55k the talk station do you have an idea for an invention or new product Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.